Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Welcome to the podcast. It is the Riot Podcast. Hello. Hello. Happy. Welcome to Monday. Yeah, happy new week for everybody. Yeah. And it's a, it's going to be a good week. It's, it's easy for us to say since we all have vacation time, but for you, it's going to be a good week too. Are you excited, I'm Isaiah? Isaiah is going to fill in on Wednesday for me and then uh, for Hudson on Friday. Oh, I'm excited. The people have been chanting, so <laughs> I think they're ready for Hudson to be out of here and Nikki, so they're I don't like, know. Get rid of them. Bring get more Isaiah. Hey, no, Isaiah. I'm, I'm with the people. <laughs> I'm ready to be out of here. Well, we have that to look forward to this week. So what do we have in the podcast today? So today, Hudson had an interesting experience in a drive-thru that honestly I've never heard of happening before in my entire life. I haven't either. I still want people to tell us if like there's theories as to why this happened. Yeah, well, I looked up, uh, I tried to look up if, if, (laughs) Yes, Hudson? Yes, (laughs) it's fine. I just talk for a living. I tried to look up the... (laughs) To see if there was any documentation of it happening. Yeah, if anybody else I didn't saw it. look too deeply into seeing if somebody else happened to post it on Reddit from what I saw this weekend. Yeah. But there's millions of Google hits that come up on Reddit and different things over the years of people seeing it. Yeah. So I guess it's just a thing and... and uh, well, I mean, it's right near the beginning of the podcast, right? I'll spoil it. Somebody was backwards in the drive-thru. They drove through the drive-thru backwards. Yeah, they were actually going through because they were between two other cars. So they had to have been driving through the drive-thru That means backwards. they had to back into the drive-thru because yeah. they weren't even driving into the restaurant then the right, right. way. Like, that's just weird. Uh, it really makes you wonder. I wonder enough about people, but now that's adding more to it. I know. That's going to keep me up at night. So... We typically when we do these intros, we try to keep it like decently cryptic. Uh-huh. But this one, I think I can literally say what it is, and I don't think you'll ever guess okay. what it actually is. With the baked bean bandit <laughs> was on the loose, and yeah. you'll never guess what why you would consider yeah. him a baked bean bandit. Him or her? Him. Or her. Him. That was part him. of the discussion. We just dude, don't know. Everybody was texting into it. When you hear this story, everybody you're like, That's is a dude. sexist. That's a guy. <laughs> It's a guy doing it. We just don't know. <laughs> we, there's no way of proof. Well, I, mean, I guess there's a way of proving. <laughs> but just be, if it does happen to just be a guy, it doesn't prove that your assumptions are correct True. assumptions. All right. I, I'll give you that. <laughs> also, uh, you think if something burns to the, the ground or gets burnt really bad, it would be less valuable. Uh-huh. But sometimes it just isn't, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's a perk. I guess it is. I mean, for them. Yeah. <laughs> if your house burns. So there's property that sold um, that. Uh, there was a fire yep. about it. And uh-huh. uh, there's details on how much would this property burnt uh, be something like, how much would you have to pay for it? It was a smoking hot deal. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I can feel the real estate, uh, you know, blurbs with yeah. that right oh, there. They could, they, they could have a lot of fun with that one. The this Craigslist house, ads. This sale will burn too fast. Yeah. You gotta hurry now. It's going like wildfire. <laughs> oh, too no. soon we don't yeah. do that. That we can't one, do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we get to end on that note. Thanks, yeah, Hudson, for being and so it wasn't insensitive. California, too. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs>
<laughs> You're just awful. It's fine. It's just a it's a tough Monday. And no, I claim responsibility for my actions. I should have known better. <laughs> Nothing about that. Any well, day of the week. Thank you guys. Let's just move on. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate every podcast listener and text and say hi at 877-2-Radio-U and send us something if you want us to cover it in the podcast for tomorrow. Don't forget to leave a nice review and then unsubscribe and resubscribe. Maybe you shouldn't have left the review part right there, but yeah. that's fine. Maybe another day. <laughs> well, we can all, maybe we can all uh, take a moment and appreciate my willingness to apologize right away after I made an insensitive comment. How about that? That sounds You know, good. why don't we look on the bright side? That's good. He's got chances to apologize maybe in tomorrow's podcast as oh, well. We'll see. I should apologize for every day. Thanks for listening, guys. It is the riot. You might be thinking that this won't be quite as bad the second time around. Well, you'd be greatly mistaken. We're listening to the worst of the Riot Podcast. I don't know about you, Nikki, but I had an eventful weekend. You had something happen? I went to the zoo. <gasps> Whoa. I went camping in my backyard. <laughs> you did? With a bonfire and everything. Are you getting ready? Like, that was your pre-vacation yeah. before your vacation? Right. Because you didn't want this weekend to go to waste, so no. you wanted to feel like it was still uh, something exciting was happening. Yeah. So that was it. But uh, all of that going on, and that wasn't as interesting as what I saw at the McDonald's drive through where... There was a red Mustang yeah. going through the drive-thru backwards. Why? That's what I don't know. Well, did you ask? No. We was I ask. supposed to roll down my window and yes. ask? Yes, what are you that's doing? important because if not, you can't bring it up to us like us to wonder. Well, now we all have to theorize. Yeah, or I thought maybe why? somebody knows the red Mustang backwards drive through guy. I drive backwards. Do you think well, it is because of the car or just something through? Well, I think the obvious reason is they were showing off right oh, yeah sure um second possible reason this one it's a little wacky but what if they are very concerned about the virus so they really wanted to social distance so <laughs> so they had to have the whole empty seat between them and the drive through window and that's the only way uh, to do it okay because they were going backwards through it the, yeah. they were on the other side then uh option three the passenger, whoever was in the passenger seat, was very adamant, uh, whether it was them or the driver themselves, that was like, the passenger has to order yeah, or and pick the food up. Or, fourth option, the window doesn't go down on the driver's side. And <laughs> I feel like it might be something more like uh, part of the car malfunctions yeah, or something. It, but could, it could be, but the car looked pretty nice. Like how it old wasn't, were they? Uh, I, well, I couldn't see the person. Yeah. I didn't get that good of a look, but the car looked... Fairly new and it like fairly decent like they spent like it was maybe they had even gotten some work done on it. So I don't think it was the window. So why would you have it then go backwards? Yeah. Why reverse through a drive through? I still think the simplest explanation is they just wanted to show off. Go back. In the middle of a Sunday at a, Mc, at a McDonald's <laughs> drive through. That was their moment. That was, yeah, this you know, is. We, we need sometimes something. Yeah. And that's that's what the person and needed. just having the nice shiny red Mustang wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. <laughs> they had to take it through backwards. Hey everybody, look at me! Well, if you, I'm getting a McDouble. If you love your new shiny car so much, I would think be- driving it backwards through a drive-through would be dangerous. It does seem that way because I would totally clip something, yeah, especially having to go through the yeah. uh, you know all the stanchions. It, maybe. This is a dad taking it to the next level. You know, because dads are always backing into parking spaces. I don't think like this. 
And no, th- this is like I a daddy's like, everybody could back into a parking space. That's that's child's play. Yeah, Look maybe, at me. I'm going to be the best dad in town. Maybe he's I'm going to back through the whole drive through. <laughs> well, if anybody's a car person or if there's a theory or that a show you have. Off yeah, or... <laughs> like if you've done this before, do you know what this guy's going through? If you text 8772 Radio you like why in the world would this guy in the Mustang drive backwards through the McDonald's drive through Yeah, we, we You totally should have put on Reddit. Like where I wish Where's I, your video at? It happened as I was driving by so I didn't get a chance to snap a picture. Yeah. Because, you know, it's almost like, okay. You should have backed up and driven backwards at him. Everybody would have been like, what are we doing? Yeah. Then all all the other people are like, wait, are we the ones driving backwards? Are we supposed to not go forward anymore? (laughs) Is this a new trend? (laughs) But I thought, uh, like, why... It's, I wish I could have gotten a picture because then you would see that I'm not making it up. But then again, it's just somebody. If I was going to make something up, why would I make this up a car going backwards driving through the drive I totally believe you. Yeah. I just don't know why. I don't have a good answer why I think this guy was going backwards. Yeah, I don't either. And uh, it's plaguing my mind. It really is. <laughs> that one is a bother. Yeah. Well, we may never. I'm sure we'll never know unless or, we get that guy on no. the phone. What you need to do is scour our local Reddit forum. Uh-huh. And especially the fast food ones, yeah. because I bet you someone else did post about them. Oh, you know, the McDonald's workers had to have something to say about someone that. Someone got the they guy doing to. this, and then maybe they'll be able to uncover why. Maybe so. If you missed out on the next riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the Worst of the Riot Podcast. Uh, it's not just Nikki and I, it's Isaiah, of course. <laughs> Good Can't morning, forget. Isaiah. Good morning, everybody. About Mr. News and Traffic himself and uh, also Mr. Sports, right? Yes, you're, sir. You're, you and me, we've got the sports angle covered. And hey. Nikki, I don't want to leave you out. <laughs> no, no, I'm happy to be uh, in the stands. <laughs> Cheering you guys along. Yay. <laughs> sports, sports, yeah. sports. Yeah. <laughs> so did you see the story uh, from a few days ago that... Uh, Somebody has placed a big bet on the New York Jets to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they bet twenty-seven over twenty-seven hundred dollars for the Jets to win the Super Bowl. And that was through DraftKings. Yeah, is that uh, a lot through DraftKings or? Uh, yeah, it's probably about as much as they'll let you bet on a oh, team to win the Super Bowl at this point. Oh, I see. But what's crazy is the because the Jets are one of the longest odd teams to mm. win the Super Bowl. So with a, a, a betting $2,700 on everybody. <laughs> Easy there. One's a lot bigger. I think the guy listed, the guy who made the bet just got worried. Wait, he did. Was it 27000 oh, no. his stomach. He's like, Hudson, I know you don't uh, like numbers as much, but please don't do that to <laughs> this me. This was just supposed to get me in the news, not, <laughs> yeah. not put me in the poorhouse. So it looks like if uh, they put it on the Jets to win the AFC championship, and if that happens, he would get $209,000. Oh, yeah, not even the Super Bowl. It's not even the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, you bet anybody to win uh that like predicting that far ahead, you're going to win a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but especially when it's the Jets who are not going to do that, so you're not going to win a lot of money. You Am don't I know, right? Hudson. They crazy? can do it. They can do it. No, <laughs> they cannot do it. Is this where you're going to zero percent chance that happens? Are they just not good enough? Or? No, Aww. they're not good. Um, but I don't know. Was he like, just trying to make attention? or I don't Yeah, know. except that we don't know his name or anything. He's just he trying knows. to throw away money, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> What if it was somebody, I guess it would be improper if it was somebody at DraftKings and they were like, hey, what if we 
bet on the Jets, and everybody would think that's ridiculous. Sure. But then at least they'd be talking about us, DraftKings. A weird promo stunt. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think they're allowed to do that. Well, but, I mean, people—they're not allowed to do a lot of things. They so <laughs> do it. Just be what it is. I actually enjoy reading the comments. Someone's like, "Someone needs points on their credit card." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the benefits of being wealthy, uh, or maybe they just know something about the Jets this season that no one else knows. Yeah, of course maybe they think they do. I guess that's. I hope there's not a lot of people out there going. Well, if there's some guy, and literally an anonymous guy, betting $2,700 on the Jets to win the AFC Championship, sure. they must know something. So I'm going to also bet on that. I really hope <laughs> that nobody's doing that hey, one. Here's some more, Isaiah, some more uh, comments people made. Puppy bowl, maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> A fool and his money are soon parted, especially betting on the Jets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you think this is what happens every year? It's like after like, the first preseason game, everyone's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, our team's going to be so good and get all excited. All the bad teams get really excited during yep. the preseason where all of the good teams are not excited during the preseason That's because right. their good players aren't even playing. That's right. Aaron Rodgers didn't even play for the pa- Even uh, in the Jets' first preseason game, that which was over the weekend, they played the Giants, and the Giants didn't start anybody no. of value, so they weren't taking it seriously. So I don't know if you can look at the Jets and how they did in their first preseason game and, and take anything away from that. Well, you shouldn't. If, <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> well, if you were too were tempted on uh, placing a bet on DraftKings, I'll leave you with this last comment. Bet responsibly. Yes. This is yes. a public service message. <laughs> Thank this, you to that person this, for the uh, Jets bet. I don't yeah. think this Jets fan got the, got the memo the on His that wife's one. really mad. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to call a hotline to, upset. to get some uh, intervention there. <laughs> the Riot with Hudson and Nikki on Radio U. Radio U. Box office numbers over the weekend. Free guy, more like $28.4 million guy. <laughs> way to go, Hudson. <laughs> but well, they sure do wish it was way more, uh, way more money guy. Yeah, well, that's how much... <laughs> That's how much they made domestically, but maybe I should say more like a $100 million guy because that's how much they spent to make the movie. And when you take that into account, it makes it feel a lot less impressive. Yeah, so Free Guy was number one over the box office weekend. And um, if you're like me and you're like, what actually is Free Guy? Oh, yeah. It is the one with Ryan Reynolds, and that much I gathered but I guess it's a movie where he is like in a video game and then he's let out of the video game. It's bad. I hardly saw anything before its release. Yeah. So I, I didn't even catch, like, I don't even think I watched the trailer for it. Well, to be fair, I feel like I saw a decent amount of headlines about it. And when I saw but it was Ryan, <laughs> when I saw it was Ryan Reynolds, I was like, I don't really care. Aww. You know, <laughs> sorry, Ryan. We've talked before. He's just one of those people where a couple of roles seem to work well. And yeah. then all of his other movies aren't always the best. Well, I d- he where he's treated, he seems to be treated like he's a big like a Hollywood <laughs> yes, A-lister. I know. But outside of Deadpool, is he? Does he command that kind of respect? I and understand I don't what you're think saying. Think that he actually really does. So for Free Guy, it made uh, 22.5 million uh, internationally, I believe, as well. So mm-hmm. it was a 51 million total worldwide for it yeah Uh, but like hudson said the problem is it did cost over 100 million dollars to make and 
it's not like it was on a streaming service. In fact, that's that's something that was unique about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's the first major release, like big budget movie, to be released during the pandemic uh, that wasn't or that wasn't on streaming, yeah. and also wasn't a sequel to a bigger franchise because, uh, like F Nine, Quiet yeah. Place Part Two, those are all sequels. Uh, the GI Joe Snake Eyes, which. Uh, that's nice to lump it in with these ones, you know. <laughs> that's very generous of this article, but it, it's the first one to that wasn't a sequel to something else. Sure, that was a major, major, big budget release, and only to get released in theaters. And it did not do. I don't know. Like, there's different ways to look at it. Uh, it technically, I don't know if it. It was. It's right around the same amount of money that the Suicide Squad got on its opening weekend last weekend. They were also disappointing. But yes, that, <laughs> that was disappointing. And the Suicide Squad also presumably made some kind of money for HBO Max being on streaming. Sure. Where Free Guy just that's the money it made is the money it made. So Free Guy was one. Two was Don't Breathe Two that made ten million. Uh, three was Jungle Cruise that made nine million. Its mm-hmm. total is out up over eighty thousand or eighty million. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. Yeah, you're doing. The, I know. You're no, doing I'm the doing number it. thing. Uh, number four was respect, and number five, the Suicide Squad went down to number five. Hmm. So this is it's not not still not seeing good numbers for uh, movie well, theaters. Maybe could be said we're not seeing good movies. Yeah, that's <laughs> we're still waiting. We're with. still waiting. Uh, when is something good going to come along? I feel like movies just kind of changed. If you want to watch something now, I'll just watch it at home. It just, and I miss going to the theaters, yeah. but I don't miss all that stuff with but it. It feels that at the very minimum with the pandemic when we are already heading this way, a movie has to be so much more exciting to get you go to go to the theaters. Yeah. And uh, we haven't seen that yet. And it has to be very exciting and also not on streaming to get you to go to theaters. <laughs> and we aren't getting a lot of those. The free guy was not it. No, that's that's not it. But hey, twenty eight point four million in a pandemic. <laughs> like, that's exactly what they're saying at yeah. the studios to make themselves <laughs> Come on, feel better. It's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Riot Radio U. Dr. Pepper mixed with chocolate. Yeah, bring it on. How's that sound? Is I, that something we can get behind? I think it does. This has been everywhere all over the weekend. Uh, I feel like Dr. Pepper had a chocolate version before, but this is something new. Yeah, it's I, fantastic chocolate. I don't, I don't know if I remember a Dr. Pepper chocolate, but what I do remember is back in the day, you used to, they would sell soda mix-in tubes that you could buy with your, they would have them with the little 20 ounces. Yeah. And uh, if you, you, you could buy one with it and then just mix it in and they would have chocolate as an option for, that was back in, I don't know how long ago it was, but <laughs> also I think I've seen in these soda fountains that have the little squirters you can add in. You sure. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can you could do chocolate in some of those as well. And it looks like there was a cherry chocolate kind of back in the day. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. But for Dr. Pepper, this new fantastic chocolate drink that you've been seeing over the weekend is not for just anybody to get. No, yeah. Before you get too <laughs> excited, you can't just go to the store and buy it. Of course not. Uh, how foolish of us to think that there would be that simple. Uh, this is, it's limited edition, mm-hmm. and to get it, you need to be a member of their Pepper Perks Rewards Program, which they just launched. So what you have to do is sign up for Pepper Perks, 
start buying a whole bunch of other Dr. Pepper products. Yeah. And then scanning in the codes. Oh, the QR and eventually, code. if you get enough points from all the Dr. Pepper you're drinking, you can drink even more Dr. Pepper. Now, I used to drink a lot of Dr. Pepper. Canada Dry's come in and taken over that spot. Oh, yeah? But is if, Canada Dry made by Dr. Pepper, though? I don't think is it, it is. Dr. Pepper is the one where it makes, like, it's it's Pepsi, I think. Or is it Coke? It's one of the two. I think it's Pepsi. But I don't then, know. I thought it was its own but thing. But it's its own thing yeah. within its that entity of okay. it. Okay. But I feel like, you remember when you were a kid and you needed people to do the... Um, the box top things for your school. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I need everybody to get me your cans of really? Dr. Pepper. No, I'm not going oh, to. I, thought, I was like, wait, did we find something that Nikki is that excited about? She really <laughs> wants to try the chocolate Dr. Pepper? Well, I do, but not enough to work at it. <laughs> well, how about enough to buy it from somebody on eBay? Do you oh, want, they have it? Do you yeah. like it that much? I'm sure you can find it on there. I wonder. Eventually, I, I bet this will anyways. take some time. So fans can also enter a chance to win a trip to the college football playoff the national championship and redeem other Dr. Pepper gear. Now I'm seeing that soda insiders have already gotten their hands on some cans. Mm -hmm. How are we not soda insiders? We are, I don't think um, influencers enough in the Dr. Pepper world. Uh huh. So I think we need it. I don't think so. Because Candy Hunting only has 4,252 Twitter followers. And we they got more? their. Come on. I know. That's what I'm saying. We just didn't work enough at it. We need to submit <laughs> a. Can we submit something to the different soda brands? We, hello, we would like to be soda insiders, please. I would love to have the chocolate one. Let's see. Angela texted in Dr. Pepper is officially owned by 7 Up, but has an agreement with Coke and Pepsi to sell their products with them. That Who knew is that 7 Up was big enough to own anything? Well, this I think that's I all I didn't even know 7 Up still existed. Dude, 7 Up's only there for when you're sick and you can't find Sprite. <laughs> that's all it is. And Sierra Mist. <laughs> and Sierra Mist. And whatever the other. Options are for, I mean, seven up sick, to so down the list. Also, if you can't find Canada Dry or all the, just every other soda, you finally land on seven up. So if anybody starts collecting the Dr. Pepper perks, uh, let us know how it goes, but you have to get enough. And then suddenly you, you meet, meet that magical number and they'll send you the Dr. Pepper fantastic chocolate. It has to be such a small amount of people that are going to get excited about this. Don't you think? Probably. Enough to go through the trouble. Yeah. It, what really is going to happen is there's probably a decent amount of people that will initially buy the Dr. Pepper and sign up for the perks. And then they'll realize how many how many millions of cans of Dr. Pepper they'd have to drink <laughs> to get to the chocolate-covered cherry soda. So. Dr. Pepper doesn't care. They want to just sign up. Yeah, they just want your email. Mm-hmm. That's all they want. I want the can. <laughs> we would say rate and review the podcast. But uh, let's be honest, that would probably hurt more than hell. The worst of the Riot podcast. So uh, there is a bandit on the loose in the UK that has been, uh, he's now known as the baked bean bandit. What's he doing? Stealing uh, baked beans? Actually, no. <laughs> what? What and, else is there? And then? I w- you might think uh, the baked bean bandit. Maybe they're going to a bunch of potlucks. Maybe. And st- <laughs> what's he going for? Well, the, I thought he was breaking into people's houses uh, and yeah. stealing all the cans of baked beans. Nope, not even that. It's uh, it's in fact quite the opposite. The baked bean bandit is spreading baked beans all over the small town of Wonersh in Surrey. In the uh, UK, he's pouring them on things. Yeah, oh, so everywhere. it's like a vandalism thing. Yeah, this this person, it could be a woman, we don't know, man or woman. It this, feels like a guy. This per, 
Uh, it, it does. Wow. How it sexist does. of you. I can. Really? I can with this one. It really? It feels totally like a guy. Because I'd be like, listen, let me, I'll say it. I'd be like, how can I put this in my pantry? I need to keep these beans. I can use these. <laughs> So I feel like this is a guy who's wasting uh, big beans. You just don't know. You just you have no idea. I don't need to know. It could it could easily be a woman. Nope. There's it's it's all equal. And it There's feels, an equal chance that it's a woman. It feels so British too, because I know baked beans yeah. are so much more popular there. Yeah. Where here it'd be like, is is that baked beans? <laughs> Again, <laughs> I don't even have if those. it wasn't at a potluck, you'd kind of be wondering. You wouldn't even know. But uh, in the UK, they just have it for breakfast, and apparently, this person is dumping them on people's cars that are sitting in their driveway. And through the little, you know, some people in their front doors, they have a mail slot. Oh, they're pouring, they're pouring it in, <laughs> in the front door in the slot. Oh, so it's getting all over the uh, entryway to the people's homes. That's awful, but amazing at yeah. the same time. You feel like some animal's been sick everywhere. And what's, what's amazing <laughs> is that I guess it's happened enough that people are actually reporting it. Because if this was me, if somebody dumped baked beans on my car... I think I'd just be, unless it kept happening over and over, I'd just oh, be like, you whatever. Say anything. No, yeah. you just hose it off and be on your way. But there's It'd be a weird way to start the day, but this is unacceptable behavior. And because it's it's mostly because it's a small village, like yeah. it's a very small town, the residents are all talking to each other and they've all realized they've had beans poured on something on their house or their cars overnight. So if it's a small town, you just got to have one person stay up late and find and out and figure it out. I guess <laughs> that's someone, the only way, right? It's someone who's just mad. That's it. Or who mad at baked beans. Well, mad at the probably something to do with like they didn't get approval for something from the city or oh, the yeah. village and they're just mad <laughs> for at the their village. new bean restaurant yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they'll show them and now they're just pouring beans they were, why can't you just ask the grocery store like who's buying all the beans that's up? a good point right this is this what we would be great detectives this doesn't seem because, like this would be too hard to find because the town only has like three thousand people in yep. it so you could totally find out but if every if it's the uk and everybody's buying so many baked beans because they eat them for breakfast yeah then maybe it's not so easy to track the one person down who's buying them and uh, using them for other purposes. Well, no uh, need to give people ideas here. I'm not <laughs> sure if this happened in the United States. Would baked beans be the choice? Uh, but they're saying that there, Maybe they're still trying to... potato salad. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that'll smell, though. That'll go bad quick. Yeah, it already smells bad. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I don't mind it. Uh, if it was like a macaroni salad. Uh, but they're still trying to figure out, and they want someone to come forward with information on if your friend is the one who's doing this vandalism. So if you know the baked bean bandit, just uh, if you're Bush, just let us know. Oh, for the, the, the dog from Yeah, the the, what if it's the dog? He's tired of being in the commercials all the time. We've done you a favor by selecting the best of the worst and compiling it all in one place. Riot Podcast Radio U. Speaking of coffee, Starbucks. Why do we get one of these stories like once a week? Well, I also feel like we're getting conflicting messages mm -hmm. and you'll hear one story and then you'll hear the Starbucks corporate be like, no, no, no. Yep. In this case, <laughs> do what they're, you want. they're both uh, going back and forth in the same story. <laughs> so you, you guys need to decide like you guys meaning Starbucks and their baristas uh -huh. and then you tell us what we're supposed to do. I think the truth is, I, okay, so here's the story. 
Uh, Starbucks baristas say they're fed up with complex custom drink orders that converge on the ridiculous. And that comes out every couple of weeks. You get this article and this big story about that. That's nothing new. And then Starbucks, their uh, executives come back, a Starbucks rep- representative, and said 75% of customized beverages at Starbucks had fewer than three unique modifications. So it's not really a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so that's the story. I think, one, first of all, maybe... Uh, it's just the fact that if you pulled any fast food workers, uh, if you got a dozen randomly selected fast food workers from any restaurant, there would probably be a bunch of them that would say, we're fed up with doing something. Yeah. And it's just Starbucks is the one that they that is a newsworthy enough. You know, nobody's going to Raisin Cane's and saying, <laughs> well, they're we're limited. fed up with making all the chicken fingers. They're limited on the... Um uh, changes that you yeah, make. There, but I bet, you, so I bet you they have uh, maybe the their employees, they have something else to complain. It's like, we're fed up with the clamshells that we use. They always are breaking and it's causing us to slow down our order times well, and we're Maurice, not getting paid enough for it or something. Baristas can't handle the uh, the excessive, ridiculous and what they call disgusting orders. Yeah. So I think what uh, made this article trend was that they had shown that someone took their one of their egg bites uh-huh. from Starbucks to be blended in with their drink. Drink, yeah, and this that made news because people were like, "That's gross." Well, who are the tar- Starbucks baristas to tell us what is and isn't gross? <laughs> and the more you ask people to not do that, the more they're coming up with grosser yeah. combinations. It's almost like because the other uh, player in this whole situation is TikTok. Yeah, not as a company, but the TikTok trends are what many are attributing all of these complicated orders to because one person on TikTok will show their ridiculous order. Or a, or maybe even Starbucks baristas show, look at this ridiculous order somebody put in. And then other people are like, oh, that sounds good. Or I'd like to mess with the Starbucks baristas. <laughs> I'm ordering it. And so then they start ordering it at their location and uh, it just goes from there. So e- either way, maybe in a sense, the Starbucks baristas complaining is actually making it worse for themselves because then it starts the trends online. I don't know. I feel like every time they do this, we break even because then Starbucks comes back, like we said, yeah. and says, hey, uh, baristas say the complex drinks slow down orders for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people get angry. Um, what was the one? Over the weekend, the Chipotle mobile order. Uh-huh. Did you see that video? No, I did not. It's the manager <laughs> who's okay. doing it, and she's yeah. screaming at the guy because he was waiting like 20 minutes, and he goes in to ask about his order. Yeah. She throws scissors at him. Oh, like, no. Lobs him at That's him. That's assault. It isn't is. Isn't that attempted assault? Absolutely. And so she was losing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds bar- like it. Baristas and stuff, they say that people get angry also when the customized drinks aren't made perfectly. Because yeah. sometimes well, if you even order it on your Starbucks app, it can be confusing to some and they still get it wrong. That's that's another issue is if people are going to get belligerent or just be rude with your order. But, uh, I mean, they can put in whatever order they want. They're still paying for it. But I think the other thing that plays into this is that so much of ordering is done on mobile. It's not done face to face. Yeah. And so there, there is story or there is quotes where uh, the baristas are like, they treat us like coffee making robots. 
Yeah, because all you see is a Starbucks mobile app interface. It's not actually a person face-to-face. Sure. And, Nikki, you and I mention a lot of times how we don't like ordering face-to-face. Oh, I, I don't. Because we don't like the judgment. I don't And we're like not it. doing anything complicated I like know. this. But So maybe <laughs> some people need the judgment. I don't know. This maybe makes me... some people <laughs> need to be need to have the cashier or the Starbucks barista giving them a the look. raised eyebrow <laughs> or the rolled eyes nope, when I, they put the egg bites in their drink. It's this is too it's too much anxiety even just for me and I'm not even making orders. <laughs> so I don't even want to be a part of it. Yeah. I, either way, well, I, I'm sure we'll get an update on this in another week about again the another baristas order. not being a, uh, happy because of a new order. So mm-hmm. This is the worst of the riot podcast. And if you missed The Suicide Squad on HBO Max, it's not too late. It's still on there. <laughs> Why are we throwing that in there? Uh, because it was number one at the box office uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. And it was Sylvester Stallone's sixth straight decade now with a number one movie. Which one is he? Is he the... He's the shark. King Shark. No. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone's the shark in the He's Suicide the King Squad. Shark in the Suicide Squad. I don't think that motivates me to I see I don't know it, if but... he did the uh, motion capture. I'm assuming he didn't, but he did do the voice. Oh, and, I uh, wish he did the motion capture. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> the, the shark is possibly my favorite character in the movie. Oh. It's uh, definitely entertaining. And so think about that. Because it hit number one over the, uh, I guess, it, when, when did it release? Was it last weekend? The weekend yeah. before, yeah. Last weekend. So when it hit number one, that marks every decade since the 70s, he's had had a number one movie going back to uh, in the 70s. It was Rocky in the 80s. He did Rocky and Rambo movies that got to number one in the 90s, something in the 2000s. I was going to say, like, where's the list? (laughs) Uh, Well, this says Cliffhanger. I've never heard of that. And I also thought that uh, Demolition Man was in the 90s, and I thought maybe that was number one, but Mm -hmm. it's not listed on here. Uh, In the 2000s, something called Driven, another one I've never heard of. And then you get to more. Oh, that's the car movie. Do you ever see that? It's a racing movie. Uh, Nope. I saw that on Amazon Prime once. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah. So you'll watch that, and you won't watch The Suicide Squad. No, I just haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, you haven't gotten to (laughs) it. I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, we'll add it to the list. And then you had the Expendables, and so yeah, then the Suicide Squad is his uh, most recent one. Yeah, so uh, that's an impressive run right there. So how old is Sylvester Stallone? Now, that's a good question. That is... is Sylvester? Yeah, thank you very much. You want to make it sound... (laughs) Wow, he's 75 years old. So he's been making number one movies since he was five. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was pretty. He must have been pretty young in Rocky. I don't know. Seventy five. Carry the one. Wait, go back to typing. Uh, <laughs> how? When was he born? <laughs> how old was Sylvester <laughs> Stallone in Rocky One? Is Rocky One the? Oh, it pulls up the same page. Um. Well, let's see. It was in the seventies, mm-hmm. and he's in his seventies. Yeah. Let's do um, the math. All right. He's just old. All right. Yeah. He's just old. Well, he must have been born in the 50s, so he must have been around, tw- I'm guessing, about 20-some. Oh, no, he was born in 1946. 46. 46. So he was 30 already? Yeah. My math is way off <laughs> on something here. <laughs> it says July 6, 1946, unless so, they're just lying. Uh, so maybe he was then, well, that does that make sense? Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. 75. 
Wow. Join Hudson and Nikki for math. I edu- for ma- I'm just telling you the numbers. For <laughs> math on the air. Yay. It's hard. Tune in next week for Hooked on Phonics. <laughs> we're, we're just so good, aren't we? It's hard because Sylvester Stallone, I mean, at 75, he can look old. Yeah. But he doesn't look old. He looks, when people in Hollywood look old, but then younger, like yeah. they're trying a lot to uh-huh. look young. And you're just like, wow, what is all that? That's how he looks. But then that does make him fit perfectly kind of when he does the, uh, when he keeps playing Rocky in the Creed movies now. Sure, because it always, he just, yeah. He's some, I mean, sometimes you just need that look that like beaten up, been through a lot, but also had some work done that it fits. That, that exact it one. It totally fits. Or you just do the voice work for yeah. the shark and, and then the it suicide does, Then it doesn't matter how you doesn't look matter. at all. Yeah. Well, that's good for him, though. That's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. I, I, uh, I want, I, I'm assuming there's not too many actors that can say that, if any. So mm-hmm. good for him. Maybe mm-hmm. Robert De Niro might be the only other one. Oh, yeah, because he's older, too. He's been around a long time. Hudson sees the glass is half empty. But get this. He thinks a glass half empty is good. The Riot. Radio U. If you were buying a house that had been burned to the studs, you think you might get a discount on that? Well, I think it would lessen it, what it has to offer. Because you're going to have to pour a bunch of money into fixing it up. Like, that's that's a real fixer-upper right there. Well, at that point, I never understand. I'm looking at a picture of the house. Mm -hmm. I don't even understand why they call that a fixer-upper. That is like you're building a new house at that that point. That feels like a cutesy way for them to sell it. Yeah, there's so much damage to even the studs, like the the frame of it, that I would feel like you just have to tear it all down. Right, what's even the point? And maybe that's what the buyer will do with it. But nevertheless, this house in Walnut Creek, California, about an hour and a half from San Francisco, it sold for over $850,000. And that was the ask. The asking price was $850,000. And it sold for well over that. They got even more after. Money than that? They got more. All, so that, I mean, you're talking close to a million dollars for this house that is not actually a house. <laughs> if you are, you're close to San Francisco, I mean, an hour and a half, that can be a common, um, what's the word when you drive to work? <laughs> Commute. Commute, thank you. I don't have one. <laughs> so it's been a while. My, I'm like five minutes away. Yeah. But my only worry to be, and it doesn't say this, is why did it catch on fire? Because so much of areas in that, that part can yeah. be, uh, like, was it a wildfire? Was it someone set it on fire? Was it an accident in the house? Because I wouldn't want to be in the area if your house burns. Yeah. If, well, it, if it could be a potential problem in the future again. I don't see. I feel like it would be mentioned if uh, I'm assuming it was just an accidental yeah. fire. Because I think if it was in a, in it, I mean, all the stuff around it, there's nice trees and everything. So unless the house got burned down a long time ago. Or the tree, I mean, those trees have to have been there, right? So they would have burned down too if it was a wildfire. Who knows? So maybe it must have just been like a, a random house fire type situation. And it doesn't also doesn't mention how long ago, though, the fire took place. It's just that the house has been burned to almost to the ground. It's so just, just studs is left. So, uh, but, but what I was wondering is like, don't you think it was on the market for three days and yeah. got eight offers and obviously it went well over the asking price. So close to a million dollars. 
So I'm thinking somebody had to have bought it sight unseen. Probably. You think? Probably it's just, just like for some the in, yeah, investment company that's just yeah. like, it doesn't matter what the house looks like. That's not even what we're concerned with. Now the, the housing market, especially in our area, is so still hot right now. Yeah. But it makes you feel bad for the times when someone just has like a normal house. Yeah. And you can't get someone to buy it. <laughs> but then you're like, here's this house that's been completely burned down yeah. and it's getting almost a million dollars in three days. <laughs> It's like great. It's uh, it is different though. I mean, like a million there is is different compared to yeah. other areas not so close to San Francisco. Yeah, it was obviously whoever bought it. They just thought money is no object except for. I mean, it's just a tool for us. I guess it's the a mon- nice area. And uh, maybe it burned down because it was. They say it's near Mount Diablo State Park. State Mount Diablo State Park. It's just you're saying you're, Diablo had something yeah. to do with it. Yep, I'm saying you're tempting fate <laughs> is what I'm saying. At that point, I'd be like, did I burn it down? You know, for like the insurance money, right. and then you go and sell it, and then you make more money. Yeah, you have to wonder. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that would have been what one would do, but yep. that seems suspicious. And and then again, it does make you feel bad if you're in the market to buy a house and you're like, there's just no hope. Never gonna You'll get never one. Never have enough money. <laughs> Hudson, Nikki, The Riot, on Radio U. Remember murder hornets? Yes. Are those, are, do we still have those? Not <laughs> only. That's, that's just, you know, mostly in certain areas. Yeah. Well, you guess why I'm bringing it up. Are they back? They're back. Did they never leave? <laughs> Some might say that, but they are saying, so the reason they're in the news is because we just had our first live murder hornet sighting of 2021. Where is it at? It's in Washington State. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's normally where we hear about it. Yeah. They've, they've been up in the West Coast situation uh, area for a while. And however, I see this as good news because this is what, August 16th now? Yeah. And this is the first live one of the year. That tells me we haven't seen them for uh, at least eight months. So, yeah, I think that's good. I think they like to show up when. They lay low during certain times, uh-huh. and then they're like, "All right." When the well, headlines start, yeah, to, yeah you know, <laughs> they have a hide are over. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, let's come on out now. Okay, yeah. we will. <laughs> well, maybe they're laying low because of what entomologists have been doing when they find them. Because did you hear this? Uh, this was from last October when they were first finding them and taking care of them. Because we do not want murder hornets becoming an issue here in the U.S. So in the state of Washington last October, the entomologists, uh, the WSDA's pest program, which is the Washington State Department of Agriculture, uh, they removed 98 worker hornets. Oh, wow. Uh, 85 hornets were vacuumed out of a nest. Yes, that's what you do. And then 13 live hornets were collected also. Uh, so they do just, they burn them or what uh, do they do after it? I don't know. Maybe just vacuuming, vacuuming them out just... Kills them right then and there. Tiny little pillow. I mean, how are they going to get their face? Yeah. <laughs> Smother them. Tell them it'll be better later. Yep. <laughs> You're going to a nice big, uh, a nice big nest in Japan and somewhere. You, the nest where you in belong. the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Just go away. Yeah. So I guess uh, it sounds like a, an entomologist success story. Yeah. So this is closer to the Canadian border. A resident, um, came forward <laughs> and said, hey, I think there's a murder hornet here. And then the WSDA confirmed 
that it was an Asian giant hornet, which is a murder hornet, uh, and that's that's it. So I wonder if they are in more of an issue in Canada, because I know in British Columbia they were also seeing them, and, and we're talking about how this one was just on the Can- American side of of the border. So mm-hmm. maybe in British Columbia they're still experiencing murder hornets a little more frequently. But man, oh, they have a graphic down here that has like <laughs> How big they all are? of the different hornets. And you can see why they call them the, the giant hornet. Honestly, they could be big boned. I don't know. <laughs> They're bigger than everything else. And they yeah. say that, and this is why, don't worry, I don't have these near me. But they say that if you have paper wasps like uh-huh. in your area, yeah. they build a paper wasp nest. The murder hornets are known for attacking those nests. And taking them out. And taking them out. So they're killing each other. And that's normally when you'll find out if you have a murder hornet problem because yeah. they'll come attack the other things on your property. So that's why all <gasps> bugs they rip the heads off of honeybees <laughs> and they feed the bodies to their young. Oh, oh my god! We need the honeybees. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that, oh, I'm sorry to leave you guys with that, but I just read that. Oh, they can fly at speeds up to 20 miles per hour. Their stingers are long enough to puncture most beekeeping suits. Uh oh. That's, that's, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. You just heard the worst of the worst. We'd give you the best of the best, but we'd have to find that. As soon as we do, you'll be the first to know. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating and leave a review. How's it going and welcome to episode 51 of the Casual Gamecast, a weekly video game podcast for the everyday gamer brought to you by the team at Casual Game Content. I'm Phil Kyo. I'm Shane Bo. And you may have noticed if you're looking at it in the video feed and you will notice pretty soon if you're in here on the audio feed, we are joined by the one, the only, both of the all cast gamers hey guys hey, how's it going hey, hey, that's us. <laughs> i love being mentioned <laughs> how are you guys yeah i'm good i'm good yeah uh, top form yeah delighted to be here and uh, yeah. yeah we're fresh off doing our own podcast so yeah we're we're yeah. ready to go thanks we're for having us here. we don't get asked to do anything we're always asking everyone else. <laughs> hey, well, it's, ni- it's nice to give and it's nice to receive. That's what she said. <laughs> that is what she said. Moving swiftly on. If it helps, lads, we, ne- we never get asked either, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you have never been here before, welcome, my friends, because you have stumbled across what is by far the most casual of gaming podcasts on the interwebs, a casual game cast, if you will. And if you have been here before, welcome back, because we've got a great show for you. We're going to chat it up with the all cast guys and ourselves to tell you what we've been up to for the week, what we've been doing in general. Maybe learn some tips from the guys. They've been at a hell of a longer than we have. And... After that, we're going to check in, see what we've been doing, see what we've been playing, what we've been watching, perhaps, before taking a quick break to remind you guys of our socials, then jumping into the news that we gave a crap about this week, followed by our question of the week, which this week comes from the Casual Game community over on Facebook. Do pop by links in the description below, where Kerry Louise Corrigan, friend of the show, actually, asks... Kerry <laughs> asks the question, what was the first game you remember rage quitting? And if you want to know what all of our answers are to that, you got to stick around to the end. But or maybe just scrub forward to the end. It's if you're really that, you know, desperate to know. But before we do any of that, lads, I have to know, how the hell are we? Shane, I, I've asked you like 51 times now at this point. I'm going to move on to the lads first, if that's OK. Lads, how are we? Uh, Petso, Minion, how are we? Oh, yeah. Getting really excited for a lot of the stuff coming out uh, that was announced recently, like Dead Space. I've gotten back into playing oh, Dead Space. Man, and, I think uh, I'm off the game. It's it's such a good game, and it's it might be like what 10, 12, 13 years old, but it still holds up. And it does. Um, it, it's such so, such a nostalgia blast playing a game like that, taking you back to when you first played it. So I'm really yeah. excited to see what they do with it, and hopefully just give it a nice gloss over and not change too much of the core game. What are you yeah, playing I that on? Are you playing it on the original uh, or on Xbox or PC? I can't. I couldn't find my PS4 copy of it, so I actually had to download it on Xbox. I feel like that's a downgrade. Yeah, uh, I had to go get it on my Xbox. Yeah, it's PlayStation, PlayStation for life. But I had to join the peasants and use the Xbox, and uh, it was on Game Pass, so that was handy. Uh, so yeah. just download it. I'll trade it. I'll trade them. So I'm going to play through this one, then two, then nice. maybe three. We're uh, going to get to what we've been playing in a moment. I'm going to I'm going to grill you on your experience with Dead Space because you're looking at oh, a big God. Dead Space fan here, my, myself. Oh, good. Petso, what about you, yeah. my friend? Man, I've been good. Um, oh God, what have I been doing? In real life, we've been getting the bathroom done, and we've had nothing but a nightmare. <laughs> I, I could do a whole. I could I could open my brand new podcast on how not to build a bathroom. Is um, there is there more of a Pandora's box sentence when you're talking about house building than we're getting the bathroom done? Yeah, yeah, but you know what makes it harder? If you hire a tiler and an electrician and like a builder and a plumber. They all talk about each other if they've never worked together. And then that delays everything because they're like, oh, I'm not going to touch this because this guy did this. Mm. And it's just, it's a whole different kettle of fish trying to get anything done. It's an absolute <laughs> disaster. Um, so we're actually uh, showerless at the moment because the tiler wouldn't tile a wall because he said the wall was shaped like a banana. Uh, so <laughs> what, what can you do? What well, that would, I can imagine that would hold up a tiler, but I'm, I'm impressed at how close Minion is uh, choosing to sit next to you then like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's used to the smell yeah. <laughs> I, I like that musk <laughs> we we've, we've slept in many a hotel together doing all the events and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> and actually yeah, to anybody who may not be familiar uh, the two guys obviously are from uh, All Cast Irish Gamers and you can find them of course on Facebook and YouTube and yeah. we'll get the guys to, to shout out all of those and we'll have all the descriptions in the link below or the links in the description below Phil but 
one of the most striking things about your persona is clearly the the suits. Do you want to tell us yeah. a little bit about the suits and how the suits came about? Because Shane, I don't yeah. know if you're familiar, but uh, these guys they they like to get a whole fancy when they Suit go up. out in the real yeah. world. <laughs> well, you can, so you can... I w- I wasn't a whole lot familiar until like. I, a couple of days ago, I got a text off Phil in our group chat going like, so we might be having these guys on the podcast and here's like a link to their Facebook. And now I am familiar and I've seen <laughs> the pictures with the suits and I was curious and I was going to ask, but Phil bet me to it. So I want to know about the suits as well. So, uh, God, I, when I was a lot younger, like I'm 36 now, so I'm a lot older. But when I was younger, I used to go to electric picnic every year. And I think I went to 10 of them all together. And halfway through that, I decided to wear different colored suits to the event, to electric picnic. Sure. And then when I started doing game development, um, we decided we opened the, the YouTube channel mm. and we started making videos and we were was, playing Rust a lot. And true, it was also the charity live stream. We thought we, yeah. looked, we might as well throw yeah. something on real quick to yeah. look a bit flashier if we're going to stream for 48 exactly, hours. Exactly, yeah. So we, we, were playing, we were playing Rust. We were building a little bit of a following. We decided to do a charity live stream and we said we dress up in these suits. Now, what's funny is all the suits fit me at one stage in my life. And now they, they so now none of them fit me anymore. <laughs> yeah. And now the and the lads wear them and they. And That's they, good because the red one didn't fit me either. Yeah, <laughs> still had the sleeves used to hang up. on me. He used to look like Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Fingertips coming out of the uh, sleeve. Like. But yeah, we went down to Insomnia in Kerry and we said, "Look, let's just wear the suits down. We'll have a bit of a crack, a bit of a laugh with it." And we ended up doing that. And I had gone into video production at that time, so now I was big into making videos, and I wanted to record the event. And make a highlight reel sure. and if i knew what i know now I, these people are being paid like a grand to turn up and do these videos that i was doing for nothing mm. um so they were happy to have me there and film and we were in our suits so mm. people were asking for autographs they didn't even know who we were we were exactly. like we had barely 500 subscribers so yeah uh, i remember roger got had to sign a teddy bear yeah and he had to right. give it to the, the he had to give it to the like the mom and say Oh, I don't want to ruin that teddy bear. But then anyway, yeah, they invited us to Birmingham uh, to the insomnia over there. Uh, Minion couldn't go. It was just me and Roger went to that one. And then when we got back, we got to do Dublin Comic Con, Players Expo, Gamer Fest, uh, wow. Insomnia Dublin. Everyone just started getting in touch. And now in fairness, Gamer Fest and Insomnia Dublin were the ones that said, we want you to be like, on the stage. On the stage. These are the main guys. Yeah. Like when people come to the event, they want to see the, the suits and you. And and I think the gimmick of the suits worked then because yeah. people do only know us from gaming events. Exactly. And you, you get that question, where did you get the suit? No, yeah. you know, you get a lot of banter. And, of and we've been in touch with Opal suits to get like, you know, send us a couple. We'll probably flog them at the event. We'll yeah, them at the event. ambassadors for you, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, they missed out. Yeah, now we won't even reply to their emails yeah. when they send. Them. <laughs> that's a pretty high, that's a pretty high high end merch line. Like you know, you go to the merch table at your show. It's like, oh yeah, three piece suit like six hundred quid. No, they're only hundred euro. Well, yeah, but that's the markup yeah. you see. You know, it's five yeah, times exactly. Oh yeah, sorry, you're making a profit. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we need to hire you as our business representative. Like, <laughs> uh, we'll talk after the, the show. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, it, it is interesting. You know, because it, it's all over your branding and stuff as well. So it's been. Mm. It, it was always kind of like, where did that start? I'm sure there was a, an interesting thing there. But you mm. you brought up something which is very interesting, at least to me, is. Um, uh, in the green room ahead of us you know starting this podcast we okay. did talk about you know oh, you guys have done a lot of events and a lot of you know um, conventions and stuff like that and we are very jealous in that way because you know we are episode 51 we're one week away from doing this for a year and that has been 
midway through the worst like two years of recorded history you know where people can't go out and meet each other and whatever so it's been a very strange we don't really care too much about numbers don't get me wrong if you're listening and you have a friend that wants to listen please do tell them but we don't really like care that much about like okay we want to get out there and you know use the tricks of the trade let's say to to get stuff done but at the Mm. same time we would love to be able to just go out and meet you know like-minded people at a convention or do that kind of thing like that yeah. kind of stage presence stuff you were talking about a second ago with the suits, that sounds super fun. I have no shame. Oh, yeah. I love that type of stuff, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. And yeah, you just based on a very good point there as well. I think one of the great aspects of the, the events was meeting people from the channel. Or Like if we did giveaways for tickets, we'd you know, give the person yeah. the tickets and when they get to the event, we try and get them up on stage to play computer games. Like we had what was ten per people uh, Bomberman oh, at one of the events. And yeah, so we had ten chairs up on stage Everyone playing the the OG Battle Royale, yeah, is what we were oh, calling it. And um, yeah, it's just great fun. And then obviously at the, the other events, we'd have like Fortnite on the main stage, and there was someone who even got a win on the last uh, game of the yeah. of the day, and it was just fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And it's really something that I hope you get to experience soon. Like. Yeah, but like like again, you just have to go. Like unfortunately, it's a, it's a fickle game where it does come down to numbers a lot of the time, which yeah. is something um, you know. Uh, our videos of the events got um, some good numbers for and um, which would look good for an event that was only kickstarting off starting off so mm. that's why they got in touch with us because uh, a video with 500 views is better than anything that they can spew out with that's not done by somebody who's done college not done mm-hmm. by you have you have presenters mm. you've got cameramen sound men you know what i mean like the three of us all worked did something together at each point so they were happy enough to do that but like <laughs> it's a hell of a deal yeah, and like I think there's another <laughs> podcast called I think it's the Pubcast. They yes. do they do Dublin Comic Con, and I would love to do what they do at Dublin Comic Con. They have the mm. best job I see, like doing all the the cosplay competitions and stuff yeah. like that. So like that's what we would love to do. So we're like you know what I mean if, if you if you are going going you want to be us, we'll gladly swap for them. Of course, um, but here's hoping. Here's hoping that you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna write it point. on my whiteboard. This is my idea board now. I don't know if you've seen if you've heard this idea. This is a crazy idea. When I listen to the Scrubs podcast, you know the Real yes. Doctors, Fake Friends. I love yes. I love that podcast. And Zach Braff is always going on about his whiteboard, right? So he says to buy a whiteboard and write on it all the ideas or anything you want to achieve. He goes, it doesn't matter how crazy it is, it doesn't matter how mad it is, but right. put it on the whiteboard. Look at it every single day. And he go and then he starts naming things that he wanted to do, write his own film, direct his own film, mm. and he had all these on the whiteboard before they happen. And he's and I just think that positivity is is really really nice. And whether you get yeah. them or not, it's yeah. just a good a good. Thing. I'm just gonna quickly write Euro millions on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a magic whiteboard. <laughs> and a million dollars will fall from the sky um, yeah I actually funny I'm looking at a whiteboard myself but it's all just full of work stuff although I, I need to like make a partition of hopes and dreams in the corner somewhere maybe. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely but anyway great to have you guys um, Shane now going to give you a hard one to follow how has your week been my friend my week has not been that exciting I got my <laughs> I got my second government mandated 5G injection yeah. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your reception is through the roof. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm like five five G plus it's now. Like four K camera, Um but yeah, I felt like shit for like two days. Yeah, I'm one of the bad. unlucky ones that got the bad reaction and it just felt like I had the flu for like two days. Mm-hmm. So my this happened Monday. 
we record on a Thursday, so nothing has happened to me except I lay in bed, like you know, consuming fluids and just watching crap TV to I was make myself feel better. I got mine in March because uh, I'm I'm being treated for diabetes at the moment, so I I got I was I went in with all the over seventies. Um, so I was the only, per, only person move that, bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was the only person that could walk themselves through the door uh, but, but I remember Jesus. I was very sick I was sick the last the next, like, couple of days afterwards as well I remember that yeah uh, I think I you was, were a bit, a bit sore you just feel kind of run down not quite sick uh, like yeah. you just can't do anything um, and then your arm yeah. Jesus your arm feels like someone gave you a apparently the booster shot they just hit you with a hammer yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just reprogram you <laughs> <laughs> shout shout out shout out to my um my uh vaccinator or whatever you call those people so that sounds like a terminator like i like the way the, like the, the audio listeners will be missing out on the gang signs you were throwing you were like, shout out to my yeah. vaccinator it's funny you should say that though the guy that vaccinated me looked like the terminator he had blonde hair blue eyes he looked he was he looked like the perfect human the and you know what i mean yeah, and he had big man muscles. He was like this. <laughs> I'm going to jab you up. Yeah, I don't have a bummer. <laughs> there was no doubt that fluid was getting in your arm. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Pow. But Shane, oh, no. I'm, I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know, Shane. What what could your vaccinator have done that was, you know, so noteworthy? I went in and he was a pretty young dude. I'd say like mid-twenties maybe. And I went in and I sat down and he was very friendly and stuff. And I, just as I was sitting down in the chair, he looks at me and he goes... What did the duvet say when it fell off the bed? What did the duvet say when it fell off the bed? Oh, sheet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, like I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not afraid of needles. I don't mind getting injections or anything. But like, I, I know what he was getting at. He was trying to relax me and stuff. Mm. And I was like, you're all right, my man. You like, I am completely, if I was ever going to be more relaxed getting an injection, now is the time because of your terrible dad humor. <laughs> so sh- shout out to that guy. That's what you would have said, but you had a lollipop in your mouth at the time. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad if that relaxed you so much. You were like, oh yeah. So how long are you working here? And he was like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in my day we, we used to just get like a sugar cube for getting a vaccine. oh remember well, then yeah we used to give blood for this as well didn't you was or, it or a biscuit or something I don't know it was in school like primary school they jab you and then you get a sugar cube like yeah delighted Jesus no yeah, you get the biscuits for giving blood when you give blood you have to oh, wait for like yeah. 10-15 minutes they give you biscuits yeah. and tails and like yeah. Fanta orange and nice. stuff it's great yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 just come back and empty blood oh, no, <laughs> I was, and it's funny you bring up blood then because I was in my vaccination and I it was the first time and like I'm living in Cork now for just going on 10 years so I'm 33 now so it was my mid-20s when I moved here and I used to give a blood all the time because me and my mom have like an incredibly rare blood type. So like if I get hit by a bus in the morning, it's probably my own blood I get. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) And vice versa. If my mom does, you know, touch wood. But, you know, if um, if I'm not giving blood and people with the same blood type don't, it's kind of, you know, it's a terrible thing to happen. So for the last 10 years, it's been on the back burner to go like, I must find where I give blood here. And I just haven't gotten around to it. And I was asking my vaccinator then. Out of interest, where do you give blood here? And she's like, what do you mean? Like, in Cork, like, where do you go for blood? And she's like, um, 
here's a number. And she like, she slid me a number over the table. And I kind of looked at her and she looked at me and it was kind of a dodgy situation. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, am I going to wake up without kidneys if I ring this number? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you, meet, you meet Dave down the back alley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'll give you all the blood you need. No problem. Good, good rates. That's it. <laughs> he yeah. buys it as well. He buys and sells blood. He's your local friendly neighborhood blood. Oh, it, it was like, it, it was like a, a, a 60 year old woman. Like, you know, but like, I, I can only imagine I left my cubicle and she was just like, I've got another one for you. He's gone his way. Yeah. You know? But, um, no needles they just beat you with a stick just yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. but, the old yeah, yes. <laughs> but anyway that's all of our vaccination stories covered I assume so I'm just yeah. going to tell you my week very quickly it was really boring moving on so <laughs> guys it's at this point of the podcast where we generally chill out and we just ask each other what exactly have we been playing and if we have time we may ask each other what we've been watching what we've been reading whatever it is but we always start off with gaming because that's what this damn podcast is about. So, lads, I have to ask you, what have you been playing? And I'm going to start with Minion there because he started us off earlier on. Oh, with his, yeah. his speaking oh. of Dead Space. Yeah, I was flat out on it last night after the podcast. And uh, it's just such a good game. Like, I'm about halfway, just gone the halfway point in the game. And uh, it just really takes me back to like, how brilliant it was. It was an iconic game. It's not for what the action or the storyline, but for the little suspensey, you know, atmospheric parts that you know, don't really have a, an overpinning. Like, there's a part where I was about to go through a doorway, and with the light shining on the back of your character, you can see the doorway you just walk through, and it's, like, something just runs past it. You know, and it doesn't come after you. It, it's gone when you, if you go over and try to see what it was. And these things are crawling around in the air vent above you, but they don't actually attack you and stuff. It's just the, just the little scares that you forget about that just kind of come back to you. Because yeah. I usually sit, I'm like a rock playing uh, horror games, generally. But Dead Space still gets me sometimes. You know, you, you know there's something coming up, you know it's around the corner, and yet it still bloody gets you. And that's why it's one of my favourite games of all did, time. Really. The developers forgot about all that stuff and when they made the third one. Yeah, all, all that was out the door. <laughs> this, this is big budget. Did they, did they forget or were they just told with gun to head and sell microtransactions? <laughs> yeah. We don't care Dude, about was, atmosphere. Everybody <laughs> smile. Yeah. Everything's fine. That's um, essentially what happened. Like EA yeah. pressed uh, Visceral Games to make it more like you know commercial, give yeah. it a co-op mode. You know, multiplayer, microtransactions, all that stuff, and it essentially killed the game and the, mm-hmm. the franchise in in the steps. Um, and I must get back to watching the anime. I only watched that once, but I remember it being really good. It's like what happened just before yeah, you, you get to the Ishimura, yes, and yeah. that's really fantastic. I'm gonna have to give that a watch now. That I've got and Dead Space Fever again. Dead Space Fever. Um, <laughs> the yeah, the, I remember the anime, and I remember the the story around Dead Space, the whole conceit about that statue, the, the kind of helix statue thingy, the and the, the aliens and whatnot, uh, or maybe it's a magic god. I can't remember. It's been so long, but you know, I remember that being the kind of bit where it was like, huh. You're really leaning into this, aren't you? Like, you know, they really yeah. went to town on that as the games yeah. went on. But, oh, um, yeah. but the, the but zombie point, moons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And and like to your point around the first game with the atmosphere, like mm. it's funny when you think back on it, because I remember so many magazines at the time back when I used to buy gaming magazines were talking about Dead Space and the development of it and how it was going to be interesting because the atmosphere was the lead character and Isaac mm. was just there, you know, yeah. Um, and especially, you know, the way you, you're playing it yourself. But for anyone listening or watching, you know how 
Isaac's health meter is just there. It's not like somewhere yeah. on the screen. Um, yeah. all, everything's done within the game and there's no menus or what have you. Exactly. I think, I think apart from like one loading screen maybe on a train, it's like pretty much one it's camera shot the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're Before God of War. Of that, of, uh, yeah, they're planning to incorporate that sort of God of War uh, type thing where there'd be no load screen, so it'll be the whole game yeah. be seamless. Yeah, and it was close. It was, was close good. even back then. Like, yeah, first day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a super game, and uh, I definitely recommend anyone who likes horror games. If you like the f- movie Event Horizon, you know uh, I think it's very reminiscent of the thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, uh, so it's, there's a lot of definitely. like John Carpenter esque stuff in it. And it very just, much. It's yeah. very good. Even the music sometimes, and uh, there's nothing out there like it. There's no, there's, there's. They didn't even. It's hard. Yeah. They didn't even go back, and no one else has done a sci-fi horror at, like Dead Space, which mm. is kind of odd. It's the same with Silent Hill. No one's gone back, no, but like the, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. The original devs are actually coming out with the Callisto project that's or right. something like Callisto that. Protocol. Protocol. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and yeah, so that sounds very interesting. It's going to be a spiritual successor to Dead Space. Nice. And and it's set in player unknowns battlegrounds. Oh. Yeah, same universe. Same no universe. Same universe. <laughs> they're pay- they're picking up the bills, so they said you gotta put it in our universe, and they said okay, uh, let's do it. <laughs> and uh, it's, just, it's just gonna be and there's player unknowns, and let's go. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very brief mention. Yeah. <laughs> There's a frying pan you get to be aliens with. You know that's the height of it. Oh, you know, yeah. but probably. Um, probably. But yeah, awesome, awesome game. And I really hope that they give it the love that it so desperately deserves. I really hope that this is just the start of a new franchise for Dead Space. And one thing before we leave, a quick question for the room is Mm. like for Dead Space, they're remaking that first one, you know, and they're pretty much they're going to take liberties with it or whatever. But for the most part, it's a remake. Yeah. What do we want? Do we want them then to do, you know, a Resident Evil remake situation where it's like, oh, we're going to do one, then we're going to do two, then we're going to do three. Or do we want right. them to redo one and then just kind of go with it, just kind of see where it takes yeah. them rather than sticking yeah. stringently but to two and three? Personally, I really liked number two and especially a lot of the game mechanics from number two. Two is good. Uh, the, how, how the zero G was done was a lot different. You didn't just point and jump where you wanted to go this time. It had the little yeah. jets they kind of balance you out and stuff that you could pick up the claws off the bodies and sh- and fire them yeah. and stick lads yeah. to walls the javelin gun was a great idea and like the breakable window so you had to shoot the pad to stop the thing coming down before you get sucked out if they incorporate all those mechanics into the original I'd be happy yeah because playing it now yeah you can pick the bones out of it it is very sluggish yeah um, there's parts in it where like you're trying to stomp something and he just won't stomp it even though you're you're standing on it <laughs> and uh, I think a lot of that clunkiness adds to the the, the whole yeah. survival horror aspect it of it you know it does, uh, it but does. I would like to see those tweaks from part two come in yeah. and yeah. you know maybe part two as well but they should definitely redo tree because tree just stank I think they should remake <laughs> one and two and then I'd like to see the third one as a completely new story yeah uh, whether yeah. with Isaac or someone same, else same game <clears throat> setup where you could have that free range travel because yeah. I missed that you know, that was the one good, good aspect of uh, Dead Space 3 yeah, but being able to travel around it reminds me pace. of Alien and Aliens and then Alien 3 because Alien 1 is like this claustrophobic you know it's only a small mm. crew and mm-hmm. Aliens is like a little bit bigger we got now troops and stuff involved we were talking about this last night so yeah. that's why probably why it's fresh on my mind mm. and they have a base and then in the third one they go try and go back to claustrophobic and it doesn't work 
they, mm-hmm. they, 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 you can't go too big too too soon. Well, that was the problem with Dead Space. They tried to go uh, all Hollywood, and it was always about big boss fights and more yeah, ammo. You never run out of ammo in that game. That's why I didn't like That's... about the new Resident Evil either. Is all the bosses are massive. Like they're like they don't feel like it doesn't feel like you yeah. start off with a, a small boss and gradually get harder. They start off with a massive big dragon. Mm. Yeah, like how 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 does it get harder than that? <laughs> yeah, that's going balls yeah, in too quickly. True, yeah. Actually, when you think about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like um, with Dark Souls, nah, Shane, you're you're the you're the Dark Souls guy or whatever. Like, um, but like, like it's probably like well, you probably played the other three or four at this point. Is is kind of the vibe you got walking into that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, true. I to answer your question about Dead Space, I'd be happy with just one and two, and if tree could just be stricken from the record if they never remake tree i don't care but it's not a bad shout that if they were going to just do a whole new three maybe just like you know just screw it scratch out tree and here's yeah here's tree reboot or remake they, they or could have or easily ended it after two i mean if you think about it at the end isaac's getting away with ellie you know it's the, it, it was kind of wrapped up there and uh, so they didn't really need to do part tree um, I'd love a number see if they if they remade one and two right and it was Isaac's story from one and two and then the third one it scratched the, the original third one and the third one went to a different ship and the the whole thing happening on that ship but we get to see it from like the beginning and rather than kind of halfway through oh, as see. Isaac says it but then that ship ending up where Isaac is and then your player meeting up with the with Isaac at the end of number two and having that nice big blend of like the first yeah. two games the third game joins in and it opens it for a fork where you can get bigger. Or on the colony. I know there was a game on the Wii. Are we uh, writing any of the stone guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you play as like, you know, someone on the, on the colony before all the shit happened on yeah. each more. So like yeah, there is a lot of wheel room there. I, I you, think you it, like a, a little bit of an origin story, but not a prequel. One yeah. one that blends yeah. nicely into the end of the When when two. they actually pull the bloody marker out of the, the ground yeah. on the because there could ages, be more mark. I think there is hints seven. that there's more than one marker. There's other planets. Oh yeah, as well. so they could all, easily put that in. Another another ship ends up in the same place as Isaac is. But yeah, yeah no. it, it's a great story, and it's it's we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's it's up there with Silent Hill, and it's up there with Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. It's yeah. one of the best gaming franchises. Oh yeah, out there. no, for the sure. Horror, in terms of like survival horror, like it is, yeah. it, it's mm. probably like one of the best. Like yeah. especially that first game. Like. Second game, like you said, it's like Alien to Aliens. Like they're yeah. fantastic, but both for different reasons. But like yeah. that first game, man, like the clunkiness, yeah. the stomp you mentioned there, Minion. Like yeah. they have to keep that. They have to keep oh, that yeah. feeling the same. It's just you know? the sense of loneliness and fo- mm-hmm. foreboding as you're going through the level, and then your radio goes off and you shit your pants and have to go change your underwear before you keep streaming. <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's it's just a for fantastic sure. game. For Everything sure. about it, for sure. But Petzl, you're allowed... not getting away so lightly, my friend. What Are we allowed curse on the podcast? Um, well, here's the thing. And people who have been listening, eagle-eyed or eagle-eared listeners will have <laughs> noticed that um, we didn't used to. Um, we try to tr- keep it as minimum as we can. But we yeah. used what we used to do was anytime we had like a slip of the tongue, which happens, um, yeah. we used to bring in like Mario Paint sounds. And just oh, like, nice. you know, it'd be like a dog bark or whatever <laughs> over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But then it became a thing of like, right, well, now we have to proof every episode to make sure we yeah, catch them. And it became yeah. this whole thing. So we just kind of put, hey, I don't think too many five-year-olds are listening anyway. So yeah. let's just try not to be every second word and we're good. Exactly. Yeah, don't do your Richard Pryor uh, stand-up impressions. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't start quoting Eddie Murphy Raw. Just get on with the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a separate recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll save that, that for the green room. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, Petzl, have you been playing anything this week? 
Right. Well, so, so I have to tell you, I play really boring games. Um, okay. Right. So everybody else plays like your Dead Space, your the Fortnite's massive, all these uh, CS:GO and all mm. that stuff. Apex. Apex and all that. I play management games like uh, Team Hospital and mm-hmm. you know Transport Tycoon, Warhammer. You know, I play all these. Games. Games. It was that Jurassic yeah. Park one that you really oh, hated. I hated, hated that Jurassic <laughs> Park one. <laughs> but I'd play all them. So at the moment, I'm back in playing uh, Total War Warhammer. I don't know if it's you've heard game. of it, but it's it's like Civilization, but you play all the battles. So if I make a pack of orcs, they're going to be in the battle with me, and mm. and you can make massive big armies. It's very, I think, one of my favorite strategic. Yeah. It's one of the most strategic uh, real time strategy games I've ever yeah. seen. One of my favorite RTS games of all time is the Battle of Middle Earth, uh, mm. and it, it's just and this reminds me of that because it's so like just planning your battle but like depending on what troops you're against and stuff like that like it's kind of like paper scissor rocks horsemen defeat archers archers defeat spearmen spearmen defeat horses swordsmen kill spearmen and it's that kind of mix and trying to move them around mid battle to try and get the best effects out of them plus you've heroes and magic spells and stuff like that as well so I I, at the moment there's a lot (laughs) there's there's like they have like 50 different races in the Mm. game at the moment as well all with their own different units and uh, And abilities abilities. and and skill trees and stuff so you can research things and uh, learn things quicker or get more money from uh, it's it's absolutely if you've ever played Civilization it's like our, our podcast editor, Aaron, would be all over this conversation. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the strategy guy out of us. And yeah, I think he's playing, if he's not playing that, he's playing something very similar to it. But oh, like, I have really. all the respect in the world for people like yourself that can get into that. Because I look at these things and I get into them for like a day. Mm-hmm. And then I just, too much. <laughs> I walk yeah, away yeah, yeah. and I play my um, baby games. <laughs> I, was, I was playing Evil Genius, uh, which is where you make your own yes, evil base. That looked uh, very no- interesting. Number two came out. I put that on one Saturday morning. I got up early uh, to do something in the house and I stuck that on and instead of doing anything in the house, it was five o'clock by the time I got off it. It just, these games just like soak up time. Oh, time Yeah, completely yeah. time You don't realise where the time's gone and you and you've just you just keep like, oh, I've got to do this next. I've got to do this. It's great for planning and getting used to, I think. Like if you if you have a hype, like a, a busy job where you've got loads of different and you need to prioritise these certain jobs. I think management games are just pretty much that. Yeah. yeah they are for yeah. sure you almost have to like check your uh, addiction at the door as well don't you like you yeah. can't have to be real with yourself too it's like yeah i probably had eight points maybe it's about time i step away from the bar you know it's like i've that kind of thing with a game sometimes where it's like it's, it's, um it's one of those. i did start this at 7 a.m it is four o'clock i can probably go another hour yeah i can go another hour it's exactly like that and me and one of my friends are playing a, a campaign mode online i've never played it online before i, I have a thousand hours in this game and i've never played it online and so we started playing together and what's great with the online mode is he can give me some of his troops so he was up against this like huge army he was gonna not gonna win it and he said you take over my archers and so i can just focus on the my men i said nice. so i flanked them with the archers while he was controlling it and we actually ended up winning with like hardly anything left it was kind of like the last battle of uh lord of the rings you know yeah. when they're outside the gates and the, the black the, gates the black gates yeah it's like that it was nearly like that it was just brilliant and we were both like oh my god this is deadly on online it's so much better because <laughs> you have yeah. to play with the same armies which is it's just great shouting at each other why are you doing this why aren't you doing this <laughs> friendships have been forged and broken yeah. over these uh, communications I'm sure yeah, <laughs> but, yeah but, um, I, I, that's yeah. me I, pl- I play a lot of games that people don't play <laughs> I, I won't I, I don't allow myself to play RTS games 
for the reasons you just said you enjoyed them are the reasons that I will turn on an RTS game and then I'll emerge from the spare bedroom like a week later dying <laughs> of starvation <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. probably with a bowl of virus or something going like what happened yeah. what what year is it where am I <laughs> like I can't I can't let myself go down that rabbit hole yeah. and you know there's a feature in it right it's a minute feature in any RTA RTS game or any strategy game or, or like simulation colony builder game or anything like that there's one little feature that absolutely adds hours to your game and right. that's being able to rename people so <laughs> once you can rename somebody like Petso, Minion, Phil then all of a sudden you're there for Lord next, Farquaad you're, you're there for another hour because I don't want Petso to yeah. die I don't want Petso to die and it's all of a sudden it's, it adds that's the appeal to a lot of like the the action based uh, RTSs, isn't it? Like, um, yeah. What's, what's that name? What's the name of that? Uh, it's not quite Command and Conquer. Like, it's like Aliens. Oh, the uh, Starcraft or something. Is it? Something like that. Anyway, but um, oh God, it's not either. That's gonna bug me. At some point in the podcast, I'll go. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember what it is. But um, any game that's strategy based, where you can lose characters and there's permadeath, and you can name them as whatever, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just adds- instant addiction that's, that's yeah. another level to it it's yeah. 100% and it, it, it even if they, it doesn't like they can't die you're still like making up stories it's like oh oh John's not getting on with Jen today because <laughs> they didn't have breakfast together <laughs> classic John <laughs> classic John <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you do you make up these stories and it might be all in your head and then when you're streaming them you're saying them out loud you know obviously to keep the stream active and stuff like that now that's where i love it i love i do come up with some like we i was playing this remember the videos i did with the sims you were probably on oh, yeah. watch them but i completely took over a character and then just sort of told you his life story while he was mm. doing his random stuff around the house and it was just a bit bonkers yeah. stream gold yeah it was just good crack i don't know what he got up to i can't remember now yeah it's been a while but Shane, you're not getting away from us, man. What have you been playing? I have still playing the never-ending game that is Days Gone. Like, that game just doesn't <laughs> oh, want to end. Man, I wanted to check game. in with you on that because I've got similar feelings. <laughs> yeah, it goes um, on uh, forever. Like, I yeah. keep thinking. It's, 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 like, it's like the third Lord of the Rings movie. It mm. keeps like, you know, you think yeah. it's ending yeah, and then yeah. no. But wait, there's more Did and there's more. Are you on the second still... map yet? I'm on, I'm on like, the, the, the final third where you meet like the army dudes and the you know oh yeah and it's like, like the, the burnt out area mm. yeah yeah i'm yeah, there yeah, like yeah. and i've been there for like hours upon yeah. hours mm. now and i'm like this game just needs to like yeah you know Rapid. this could have been two yeah. games like, like the, the second half of that game could have been a sequel to the first game it, it did feel like a sequel yeah you know you're you're right um i actually only played that last year i bought a play, playstation 4 because everyone was telling me the playstation oh, exclusives. The exclusives man yeah you have to play the exclusives <laughs> you gotta and, play them exclusives uh, it came with uh, days gone and man i never had so much fun with a game uh bar god of war uh mm. than days gone um and i'm a big like walking dead fan and stuff i'm wearing actually a t-shirt funny enough and uh and I, also a super duper xbox fan yeah you know? <laughs> never thought I'd see this app play PlayStation yeah. 4 but I loved Days Gone I know I will agree with you I thought it was over about 5 or 6 times I was like oh that was a great game and then it starts up again I was like what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think what it is you see is I convinced Shane to play it because I was playing it and you know if you get to PS5 it's on that collection of games that you can just play you know so oh, I was kind yeah. of like okay I'll give this a bash I never got around to it it was on PS Plus as well I think and finally jumped into it and i was like oh this is kind of interesting and then i played a second day and i was like oh this is actually better than i thought it would be and i was kind of i was coming on the podcast uh, talking to shane to say dude i think i think days gone is one that people have slept on i think there's something here man and the next podcast he came on to tell me he was with me on it and i was like okay here we go and much like shane 
now I, I realise obviously Petzl you're a fan but much like Shane I've, I've gotten to a point of like I don't know if I'm going to finish it like I just don't know like because and here's my issue and here's my here's my reason why I think the game is actually great at its core you know like it's it's uh, it's gameplay mechanics are sweet like especially as you get out towards the late, larger later areas like all the hordes of zombies and how you deal with them and you know the different mechanics they're they're all fantastic um, the writing is just awful though and I can't I can't get around like but, but that's what I, why I compared it to Walking Dead Walking Dead's yeah. awful Walk, it's, Walking Dead I feel like a zombie watching it like, but I love it as well I'm watching time. it at the moment myself I'm on season 10 right now yeah I, I've, yeah, I, yeah, I, can't, like, I, I love it and hate it in the same aspects and I felt the exact same way for Days Gone and I enjoyed yeah. it just for what it was I thought the main yeah. characters, the two boys, um, Deacon and uh, what's his name? With Boozer. The Boozer. Yeah, th- those two characters are brilliant all the way through it. Like, even though the writing, as you said, is wrong, is, or not wrong, it's bad, it is bad. The two mm. characters seem to be very, like, you do kind of, like, get to like them quite a lot. Yeah. And their relationship with each other. Um, his relationship with his girlfriend, I, that never really grabbed me in any sense. But it just gave me a reason to keep going that right there okay so like the uh not not to spoil for anybody who's listening that may or may not have played it yet but the whole relationship with the girlfriend thing you're building up you're building up you're building up for this big payoff the big payoff comes up and it's as if it didn't happen mm. and i was just yeah, like yeah. what the hell and <laughs> yeah. the, the the one thing that's annoying me now as i go back to play because i played it for an hour or two every so often is when i start a new mission it's like drive from here to off over there. Cool. Do your thing. My thing that I do over there takes less time than to drive over and then I have to drive back. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's just like, I'm just doing a lot of like, okay, yeah. here we go. Fetch quests. Fill up yeah. the tank. <laughs> you know? my, my favorite thing I ever did in that game was I ran out of fuel and I'm, I'm, I, I kind of wanted to sort of play it out. So I had to go find fuel on foot and mm-hmm. I went off to a building nearby and I was rummaging through and then I picked up, I found a canister in, it was like a barn. And as I walked out the front door, there was a whole herd of zombies walking right by the door. <laughs> and I quickly went back and hid behind the wall like that. And I was like, how are they not seeing me? And the whole lot of them just walked right by the yeah. door. And I was yeah. like, this is the yeah. best game I've ever played. I was, like, Those I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some great moments like that in the game. I'd agree that the writing's not great. I do like Deacon a little bit. Sometimes he's a bit like, you know, he's, there's, he's that, whole thing, there's, he's there's that whole mission where he goes back to the church where he got married. Mm. Like and there's some dudes squatting in the church. And like, this is a zombie apocalypse. People are just trying to survive, find a bit of shelter. But he's like, not in the church I got married. I'm going to go murder all your faces off <laughs> yeah. because you're in my church yeah, yeah. that you didn't know that I got married in. And he just kills everyone and burns the church to the ground. Yeah, yeah like, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one's going to take over here. That's a hard one to defend. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, you need to chill. One thing I do like about Deacon is when he's out in the world, because I feel like I'd be like this in the zombie pockets. When he's out doing stuff, he talks to himself. Yes. yes. Do you notice he's like, oh yeah, rags, 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 they'll make Molotovs. That'll be great. That'll be great. I'll use them. And like, I find I'd probably end up being that person out in like the wilderness if I'm out there alone trying to survive against mm-hmm. zombies you would just talk to yourself you know just well, so keep yeah, saying yeah that garbage does smell nice I, I totally <laughs> yeah, <agree>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one bullet left I should use it <laughs> I thought by I thought last week when we chatted about it I thought that by this episode I'd be finished it me too uh, and so I'm still yeah. not so maybe by episode 52 I'll be finished and can talk about it more then but <laughs> When that's right, I'm map. still enjoying it though I am another, and it still keeps giving me more new stuff to keep me going another yeah. uh, you know? thing to add to the list of payoffs for the 52 episode spectacular Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, there you go now 
Well, that's it. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to the end of that together, Shane. We'll we'll get through there together. Yeah. We'll hold our hands mm. and we'll get through. Wait, wait till um, you get to the third <laughs> map, Shane. It's when you get to the sixth map and it really opens up. Yeah, yeah, it really opens up then. (laughs) As for me, I was wanting to play some Days Gone and I just couldn't get around to it this week. I just didn't have the time really. Um, So I've been kind of just diving into little bits and bobs. Played a little bit of, uh, I don't know why, I I played like an hour or two of The Last of Us Part 2 again. Uh, I just wanted to see how it ran on the PS5 and then I kind of got sucked in and I got to like the point you know where somebody important dies as we all know um and i was kind of going wow this game really started off strong and then it kind of loses its way a bit as it goes but wow those first two hours are really impactful Mm. (laughs) i I, i've actually i've watched it's those that's one of the games i won't i won't sit and play i tried to play the first one this is going to try to play yeah this is going to be so controversial i really didn't like the first game um, and i felt like like the story was really good like the opposite to Days Gone the story mm. was good the gameplay was so boring it was literally yeah. fight yeah. some men fight some zombies fight some men fight some zombies and then in between we'll, we'll dab some storyline in it, in it I don't get what the hype is about that I thought it was really poor and when the second one came out you're in good company we've talked about this a good couple of yeah. times here now I do really like The Last of Us like don't get me wrong but I'm not afraid to like cut it at the knees where it needs it as well like, yeah to say I think that, everybody like, over Naughty Dog that. in particular just have that problem like Uncharted yeah. is no different yeah. yeah yeah exactly I just felt like and I, the second one I didn't play at all but I watched I watched um, a streamer called uh, Max, Maximilian just like fighting games and stuff like that sure. and Angry, Angry Joe and they, they were both playing through at the same time so I feel like I've seen the whole game between mm. those two streams so there's no need to play it so there's no re- I've seen all the story and the only new feature seemed to be she could crawl now so I was like, yeah. so they didn't update anything? <laughs> Can't you jump I think a little bit? If you know the story, there's very little reason to go back, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't get the hype there. I'm hoping the TV show's good, though, because I'd watch that. I like it. Yeah, you know, I like Pascal. Pe- yeah, that's Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, I like yeah. him. So. That does look like it's like, going to be good. Some of the set photos were turning up recently and going, oh, yeah, yeah, they're getting yeah. it. They're getting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, time, every time I have a conversation with someone about The Last of Us, whether it be one or two, the conversation is never about the gameplay. Yeah, no. yeah. that's not what you remember about that game because yeah. it's not great. Like we're both me and Phil are both proponents of it's fine. It's like it just gets you through. It's 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 intermissions yeah. in the story. Otherwise, it would just be an animated movie. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it's the story that everyone talks about. Nobody talks about yeah. the gameplay. I've, I rarely but speak about the gameplay. With, last, but of us. if they had made the last, if the Last of Us Three was just ga- Days Gone Two. Right, like the the Last of Us story with the Days Gone world and mm-hmm. like how you move around the world and everything else, you're talking about like a ten out of ten game. Like yeah, yeah, Days, yeah, yeah. Days Gone has it gameplay wise. Days Gone is brutal. It's action packed. There's tons of stuff to actually learn to do in the game. And then it's not just stages you're going through. It's it's like little open worlds. You can approach anything any way you want. But then it's you're so limited in in last of us. Yeah, there's only one way yeah. to go really, and yeah, you yeah. kind of have to stick with it. God, we tried to stream that. And that killed. Yeah, that killed, oh, the killed the vibe. Jesus well, Lord. it will <laughs> certainly kill the vibe because like oh. we we did a game of the year countdown at Christmas last year, yeah. and we had all just pretty much played through that at the time, and I remember saying like I I'm I'm really begrudgingly giving they are the last of us my number one spot for that year because it wasn't because I thought the game was fantastic by any means. In fact, it was kind of the opposite. I kind of hated playing through it towards the end, but it was the sheer sense of dread mixed with the, you know, real world stuff we were going through at the moment. And then just 
the the emotions that game made me feel. I don't think any other medium has ever made me feel so. I don't know, like in, in perpetual dread is the only way I can like you know yeah. describe it. It was so bizarre to like go like, wow, this is not something I've ever experienced in a video game sense before. Yeah. You know, I felt that in Batman: Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I was man I loved that game yeah. that made that I was like at the edge of my so when the trailer came out I was to watch the trailer 100 times <laughs> when it first came out and then Arkham Knight uh, with the DLC added onto it for all the extra villains hmm. unbelievable game absolutely amazing amazing uh, but yeah I, that's why I, I felt like that when I was like no Scarecrow he stabbed Bruce <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but like yeah I, I completely get you like uh, no game has made me cry ever like uh, Roger used to say that uh, Last of Us 1 made him cry yeah, yeah and I've never felt that way about a computer game I've never mm. put I'm also that guy that skips a lot of stuff <laughs> like <laughs> 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 uh, boring yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, why can't I get into this story, Skip? Skip, <laughs> Skip. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to be said for that, though. Like, you know, at the end of the day, if, if a game really wants to just stand on the merit of its story, then it doesn't really need gameplay at that point. It yeah. can just be a movie, yeah. you know, like, and, and vice yeah. versa. Like, if a game is all gameplay, then why give me story if you're going to do it half ass? It's kind of like... But that's you know, like... Final if... Fantasy VII, the original, is a great example. Of Fantastic story, characters, mm. depth. Uh, but the graphics look like he's walking around with lampshades on his arms. Yeah. But at the um, time, Minion, at the time. Yeah, that was pinnacle yeah. stuff. <laughs> but, but they were people, fantastic. For people who wanted to go back and play that now, they would be totally disappointed by it and they wouldn't get into the game yeah. as much as we mm-hmm. did back then. We mm-hmm. actually did. We uh, we're, we're off topic again, uh, but we're, <laughs> we've, we've completely tried, we've gone across. But uh, we did a show where we had to pick the best Final Fantasy game and uh, we gave it to number seven for story. Um, but we, I think number 10, um, actually, because the graphics were out of this world and the story was good, but it was more linear. So sure. that's why we gave it to Final Fantasy VII because it's more open world. Sure. Um, but uh, story-wise, yeah, Final, all the Final Fantasy VII, all of them have been yeah. really ridiculously good. Where, where, where did the non-3D Final Fantasies uh, come in in that scale? Only, only one person picked a, a, a non-3D one. Yeah, uh, it was Tactics. Tactics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was never. That's a good choice. That, but I don't think that was going to go up against the youngest lad on, on it that came on Jack he picked 13 I still I don't know why I've said this about 100 times I found it weird because I kept going why did he pick 13 that's not the best one that was out when he that was, was out when he was, it was his Se- first 7, 8 fantasy. and 9 weren't out yes yeah, yeah, that was his yeah, final yeah, fantasy yeah. and then that's something we have to remember as well these games old games that we go oh retro games are better than the average game lads that don't go back and play those games well, like Part 8 I played that recently and even that holds up I, yeah. I still love that game so yeah the for me, I'd play no problem. But that's because I'm biased. What know? was the original question? Sure. Like, we've completely gone. We've gone so no, far. Last of us. The last of us. That was the last even really original question. We were just chatting about what we're playing. And as we can all agree, Final Fantasy Thirteen is just as good as the Last of Us. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you tie that up. Can you e- but, editor? Can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Keep it all in. Keep it on. It's gold, baby. It's gold. Um. But yeah, that that's kind of what I touched off of. But what I have been playing is I've jumped back into the streaming world. Um, I took a break from it for quite a while there just to kind of get back into life. I, maybe you guys get this as well. You know, me and Shane, we don't get to talk to many other people that do similar things. You know, you guys obviously hmm. do more even than we do. Is that like... Hmm. We started off as a as a website. We were doing articles, and then you know we were doing podcasts, and then trying to get into video. And you know, both me and Shane are kind of like perfectionists at heart as well. So like everything has to go through like a million rounds of review before we're happy with like the first yeah. one or whatever. And 
I just hit my mic there. My my over uh, active like perfectionist setting just went ah, but <laughs> but um, but like, do you ever get to a point where you've just like added on so many projects onto your week and your month and your year even that when you're working and when you have a relationship or when you have family and when you have friends, all of a sudden you're just like, holy crap! I do not have like a minute that isn't planned out over the next week. And it's all because of, you know, these things. So, like, I found that I was doing, like, three days of streaming a week on top of the podcast, on top of trying to get some stuff done, articles, all this other stuff, mm. and then work, and then what have you. It just burnt me out. But now that we've kind of taken a step back, we've, we've um, walked away from the website angle of things, I can kind of, like, go, okay, I can certainly put, like, a nice towards streaming <laughs> again because I quite enjoy it. I like the hangout, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so we jump back in this last monday however it will be tuesday moving forward at 8 p.m where if anybody's listening of course come hang out at casual game co but started doing grand theft auto as a series from like the first one through to london gta 2 into gta 3 and onwards and it seems like that's serendipitous because we'll get we'll get to it in the news but gta is back up in the news again but um i have to say we did not played the entirety of gta 1 london and gta 2 because speaking of retro games wow they don't hold up at all like they are <laughs> super bad i was gonna say yeah, 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 um, yeah twisted metal we used to hold in such a high oh, regard like, on a man. pedestal man and then we did get a copy of it a while ago yeah. or an emulator i think oh, I would like and we're like how do we play this game <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty rough you can only drive straight <laughs> and i was like i remember doing 360 spins in the air and everything yeah, and i was like it's like a tank and this is blocky and glitchy and the game does not hold water whatsoever to your original point about not having free time i completely agree with you there um in the last uh, two years, I said, uh, we've moved into a new house. Uh, Minion had a daughter, and uh, the events scene cl- slowed down for us. So, obviously, we changed job as well. They changed job as well. So, it, it has been quite busy for us. So, like, we, we try and put out content just to stay, like, people know that we're active and we're still here. Um, but at the same time, there's not as much effort put into yeah, it's very hard to plan a few yeah. weeks in advance when you know you're, you're not even sure what you're doing next week, yeah. And it's it's the like the shows we used to do, like the newscasts and stuff like that, they used to get like three, four hundred mm. views, they were really popular. But that was a lot of setup, and yeah. we just don't we'd love to do it, but we don't have the time to do that setup, like yeah. you know, read through the script, run through it, yeah. you know, edit things. Just like it was a three day edit, those videos, yeah. they're three minutes long, and you know what I mean, and you're like, and sometimes you kind of like people like comment oh that this is wrong or that's wrong and it really does kind of put you down like you're like oh i'm actually putting three days work into this and of course they don't appreciate it as well you know that way Mm. and so sometimes i I completely i'm on your side at the moment i'm feeling burnt out so like i had a day off a couple of months ago so i played it remember steam were doing all their demos yeah and they had like 700 free demos i spent the whole day streaming demos so i just half an hour games boom 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 bang them all out and then I trimmed them all down in, in Twitch and put them out on YouTube. And it covered me for a whole month to three videos a day. Nice. <laughs> Good and, idea. And I was like, no, they don't have many views. You know what I mean? Hardly anybody's watched them. But I just wanted the, I didn't want the account to go dead. I, I wanted it to be active and people to know we were still yeah. there. Um, but like, I think people appreciate like when you do spend more time on, on videos and edit them and stuff like that as well. But I completely agree with you, man. Because it's burnt it out for nothing. It's, when you do eventually get back into streaming, you know, because I used to do Elder Scrolls streams like mm-hmm. twice a week. Like on weekends, just like like clockwork, 
And then obviously when Leah came along, I didn't get to stream as much. And now that I'm back streaming Dead Space, it's great just to chat with people you haven't chatted with in ages. Yeah. And they come on. They're, most of the time they're not even coming on to see the game. They're just coming on to chat. And yes, exactly. That's something you have to be aware of as well. So Yeah. So, yeah, like, so, yeah I think yeah, getting burnt out as a... I, I think... As well, from for, we all look like we're over thirty. I'm guessing, right? Okay. <laughs> so, oh, very yeah. dare you. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, that that's a big impact on it as well because the guys that are putting out good content and and like three or four videos a week, they're lads in eighteen to twenty four, living at home. You know, yep. maybe they have a part time job or a full time job, but lots of free time afterwards and and stuff of that. Where we've got families, jobs, houses, yeah, so exactly. much more. So you have to those that little hour or two you've got free. You need that for you and if streaming makes you like chill out and relax then stream do editing it. a video makes you yeah. chill out stream, edit a video do do the things that make you happy but don't sit there and go oh i need six videos for this week and i've only yeah. got a day to do and stress over you're it, only going to burn yourself out trying to do it you get exactly um, i think yeah, mr exactly. beast says as well get one good video <laughs> out a week rather than five poor videos you know you know and put effort into one and i at the moment i'm trying to like I, I like sitting downstairs and watching TV shows. That's why we do the Geeks for Weeks podcast because me and Lydia sit downstairs and talk about movies and TV shows all the time. So Which I is thought, great, by the way. If anybody's listening, mm. do check them out. Yeah, so so that's why we said, look, let's. why don't we just do a podcast? And I said, I'll do it, but I'm not editing it. I don't want to sit there for weeks and edit the sound and mm. the audio. I said, let's stream it and I'll turn the stream into audio. And then if anything does need fixing up quickly, I'll do it. And then I'll just upload it to ACAST yeah. and let them deal with it. But like, that's and then the herds and nerds one just came out of you know what geeks for weeks is really hard to do every week because we don't get time to watch anything because now yeah. now you're coming out we're like oh i have to watch this program because i need to talk about it on my yeah which is why you know. <laughs> so it ruins the program yeah, that's, that's a very that's a very interesting point because like that's something we've run into ourselves a little bit is like mm. i remember at the beginning shane i don't know if you were like this but like at the beginning i was like putting pressure on myself to like play a lot of games and like mm -hmm. finish a lot of games you know like i was like telling my partner i was like hey i've you know yeah it'd be great to go you know hang out or do whatever but like i said i'd finish this uh by the next recording you know i was just like yeah but nobody asked me to do that do you know like, yeah, that exactly was yeah, you're, you're that putting was that pressure me. on yourself yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and that i've i've done that man and the other thing uh, as well that like that got me down like when we first started making youtube videos that were getting good views was i kept getting sucked into the analytics had to look at the yeah, analytics you gotta, you gotta all look, you gotta the look time. Away. Yeah, you and gotta then, look away. I don't think I've looked at them in about seven months. Honest to God, yeah. I, I don't even. I I see I see the views when I'm like when I open my PC, the YouTube channel opens up. I see the views, but I don't go into the analytics to see who watched it from start to finish or yeah, oh, what age groups are watching. Yeah, but I used yeah. to have I used to have Excel sheets and to see where it went and how like that. I was getting bogged down with it, and that again. And then I like you just said. I had to sit there and go, who's who? Who's asking for my analytics? Me. I'm the only person that's looking at those analytics. And that's the so. thing. And like you're saying yourself that, you know, you don't have the same amount of time that you could just mm. like, if your analytics pointed you in a direction that says, hmm, yeah, maybe actually the news thing needs to be an extra hour long. Maybe now I, like, yeah. I have to do like all this extra production and stuff. Like you're not going to get that time to do it. So all, all you've done at that point is you've stared at numbers that said, yeah. oh, the thing I enjoy doing. I shouldn't have done, you know, but yeah. at the end of the day, if you enjoy doing something, you should do it. It doesn't matter what it is. As long yeah. as you've enjoyed your time, it's time well spent. Because Roger always used to say something to me. That I don't know why it stuck with me, but I think it was at a, at a time where I was kind of obsessing about the channel. He said, when you put out a video or a podcast or anything online, it's like you putting a message into a bottle, and throwing it into the sea full of messages in a bottle and yeah. hoping that your message gets <laughs> to the beach for someone to listen. Yeah. To. And that kind You're of put wrong. it in. 
and put that put it it's in perspective. Analogy. If he, that put it into perspective for me, it's like, yeah, we are throwing out content and hoping people will find it, and then you know what, we'll get jobs out of it, and we'll make money and all the rest mm. of it. But I forgot about how much fun like it, it was. In it the was beginning. in the beginning, like mm. when we were doing the charity live streams for fun, not for ourselves or to get mm. followers. Like we were raising money for good charities, and then it was it was when it was started turning into a business, or when when we were getting paid to go to an event or something like that. Then it was like, oh, we better take this more seriously. But like. That yeah. was actually our downside. We took it too seriously and then lost people. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, yeah, that happens. It's a story as old as time. But <laughs> that's enough for this half of the podcast. Let's take a really quick break. Remind people about our beautiful socials before <laughs> we come <laughs> back and hit you up with what news we think was anyway interesting this week. And then again, we're going to do the question of the week, which comes from Kerry, which was, what was the first game that made you rage quit? Right. So with that, here we go. Play that thing. Hey there. If you want to keep up with all things casual game content, you can do so in a number of ways. The easiest way to do so is to follow us on all of our socials at Casual Game Co. Not content because you only get 15 characters, but hey, what can you do? At Casual Game Co. That's at C-A-S-U-A-L-G-A-M-E-C-O. Can't be any simpler than that on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. And when you're at Facebook, look for the group, the Casual Game Community. It's a good bunch. We're going to love you. Come on by. If you could do us a massive favor, like the podcast, review the podcast, and just tell a friend about the podcast. It goes a long way. And you can find all of our content on podcast forms, wherever you get your podcasts, by searching for Casual Game Cast. Thanks again for all of your help and all of your support. It means the absolute world to us. Now, back to the show. And we are back. Now, lads, I don't know how familiar you are, but what we tend to do at this point in the show is we will generally take our shoes off, get comfy, and look at the newspaper in front of us and see, well, how much of this news do we actually care about? So let's play the thing. News. Now that we're in the newsreel, We've got a couple of things, whether it's one news story, whether it's zero news stories, whether it's 20 news stories. If there's enough out there for us to talk about, we'll talk about it. And we've got a couple of things to talk about this week. Shane, do you want to kick us off? I will kick us off indeed. So as we know, Gamescom is around the corner. It's always in August. Uh, quick aside, I had the luxury of going to one once. It was awesome. Yeah, that was um, in Germany or something, was it? Yeah, it's always in Germany. It's yeah, always in Cologne okay. in Germany and it's in like it's in a convention center that's the size of like a small town. It's ridiculous. Nice. It's actually twelve convention halls like combined into one. It's insane. But um yeah, so it's back this year and it's also the future game show is coming back, which is like a big two hour live stream that kicks off Gamescom, you know, because of COVID and stuff, everything's live, internet, blah blah blah. The reason I have it in the news docket is it's gonna show off over forty titles. In its two-hour-odd live stream. And also, it's going to be hosted by uh, Resident Evil Village's uh, Lady Demetresk and the Duke actors, which is going to be pretty awesome, I think, as well. That's pretty sweet. I thought you were going to say they were doing, like, a, a Tupac Shakur, Michael Jackson thing where they're going to, like, you know, <laughs> VR them into the into the atmosphere, you know? No, 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 no. Um, I, I reckon if I had said the actors' names, people would have been like, who, who, who are you talking about? What's going to happen? Step <laughs> um, on me, lady. Which, and now, I, now I kind of want to see it as the Duke and the lady. 
like and mm. anim- animated, and then the guys just doing their voices. I just get cosplayers in to stand. stand no, in front of oh, there's, there's going to be so yeah. many lady D's in that crowd. You, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have yeah, no yeah. idea. Count <laughs> <laughs> <Come> me in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that sounds pretty cool. Um, I don't know that much about it, Shane. Do you know? Is there going to be any kind of a a crowd situation? As I just said, there there probably isn't even. Um, one. No, I don't think so because like. Gamescom is actually one of the largest gaming conventions in the world in terms of the public. Sure. Like, it sees, like, 270,000 people over four days or something ridiculous like oh. that, you know. So, it's quite it's quite big. Um, so, I assume there's going to be no in-person events. I assume it'll just be all online. But I would just got excited because it's a, much like we just got with E3, like... Um, what's his... The, the guy that did the live stream at the start of E3, what's his name? Oh, oh Jeff Keighley. Jeff Keighley. Like, his thing, his, like, starting opening live stream was the best thing about E3 this year. So, I'm hoping that future game show, if it's just, like, trailer after trailer, game, 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 like, just for two hours, yeah. it, it's going to be class. Is that the you've one, got, you know? you've got to wonder, like, how many games are left to announce? Like, we had, like, yeah. uh, seven days worth of, like, announcement trailers not that long ago. And we <laughs> probably have TGS coming up soon as well. And this is going to give us another 40 games. It's like... Did COVID not happen to these developers or something? How are they banging them out? Or, or it'll go the other way with it, and you might as well just rename it too. And guess what else is getting a remake? Yeah, yeah <laughs> this is true. Just this is true. Yeah, possibly. Or they're going to this tell us true. games. It's going to be a load of games that are coming out in 2023. You know what I mean? Like, it's, of course, it's, it's not going to be anything we see for next year because I think Arkham Knights got delayed. Uh, didn't uh, Horizons got delayed? Whatever happened to Skull and Bones? That, that Skull, game Skull and Bones disappeared. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's been a like, development nightmare. Like, but I think they keep showcasing games that aren't even nearly ready. You know that way. And I then, know, and they're, yeah. they're all going to suffer from that um, cyberpunk where they have showed off the game and then the game now the pressure's ready. on to deliver to, to get yeah to get it up yeah. to that standard. It's an interesting position to be in though. If you were imagine you're a developer, like your bread and butter was always like, look at this cool thing we're doing, and it's going to be delivered roughly this time, and maybe it gets a little bit delayed, but roughly this time. And Next then decade. COVID <laughs> kind of came in and moved everything out by about two years, and those development studios are still going they're still paying people like you know stuff still has to happen but like but no game is shipping you know like it's um like i wonder how much of it is like we need people to remember this exists we really need it to sell when it goes out it could be yeah you know you could be dead right there um yeah they they have to like but like jesus nothing really good to come out this year i haven't i haven't i haven't really gone oh i must check out that game nothing it's nothing been a really, bit of a a yeah. bit of a non-starter this year yeah, but hopefully there has like, been a couple yeah. of things like resident Evil 7 yeah well resident Evil 7 came out and then i watched eight. eight sorry came out and then i watched a couple of videos on sorry, it you're and right. i was like i was like what they just didn't do it they, i thought they were going to keep it like seven mm. um and they, i think they went too big with it but look i said we will still play it eventually yes, uh, definitely. but I'm, I'm looking forward to, file, to uh far cry and mm-hmm. battlefield i think they're the two big ones this year yeah battlefield, battlefield yeah, that, sure. they've Got big boots to fill coming in with that reveal trailer. Yeah. So, oh, did you see the animated the animation they released today? No, you probably like it. It's like it's just a story animation, but there's no campaign in it, so I don't know what it what it's about. Okay. Like or what how it go how it generates into the game. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know, but it's like a little animation. Well, I was a big fan of like you know Battlefield Four, Battlefield One, and all. So yeah, I, not so much number six or number five. Do you remember the one on the island? It was like a U shape. Yeah, that was the demo. And that was free. That was all World War Two stuff. Oh, no, oh, that was so good. So that was Battlefield 1941. Yeah, that was it, yeah. I was standing next or to a guy. 44. We were messing. I was standing next to a guy on my team. We were like over the comms going, 
look, we'll stick together and that way we will get more kills. And all you'd see was ping! And it just the bullet went straight through your man's head. It just dropped. And I'm just sitting there going, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got some good news for you because those maps are coming back. Yeah, uh, that, that battlefield, um, what's it called? Portal? The, yeah. the kind of make your own experience aspect of the yeah. new battlefield they're really pushing for this to be some kind of like live service game yeah. never ends type thing which yeah. you know EA being EA will probably be awful in the long run but like it sounds like it's going to be super cool I can't wait to like as you said there now play like 1944 level yeah. and be like a whole army of like 1944 troops against like 10 super soldiers from like 2066 <laughs> or whatever yeah. it is you yeah, know like that's going to be pretty cool Happy with that. The knives versus defibrillators clips look hilarious. Spitfires versus yeah. F1s. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, but Gamescom, yeah, I, I, it's going to be interesting. I am looking forward to what happens, but after the last E3, I don't know how much I can watch again. Like, it's that. I don't know, guys, yeah. did you watch much of the Don't last you have E3, internet? Jesus. <laughs> you know that guy, don't you have phones? Yeah. The yeah. E3, <laughs> E3, I liked. I think it was, the, it was the Steam. Was it the Steam show or something like that where they showed just just PC games? Mm-hmm. Might have been PC Gamer. I think that I thought they put together a really good show. It had like a weird guy and he was talking to a computer. There was like these kind of dad jokes in between all the clips, and it was actually put. I thought like I actually sat there going, "This is a great show." Like I'm, sure, I'm enjoying sure. the game. The games they're showing off are fun. Your man is fun. He had a, a girl showing off ones as well. She had a few gags. And I just like that. But then everybody else was just like, here's the trailer. Like, world exclusive. <laughs> world exclusive. It's like, yeah. I'm tired like of seeing the, world there exclusive. There was an awful lot of like, this could have been an email in the last yeah. like, a, like a couple of things were great. Like the PC one or Devolver Digital, as always, had this like amazing, yeah. like mind-blowingly brilliant mm. little, little kind of videoette or whatever. But like, yeah, just I just hope that this Gamescom thing is like, here's the 40 games. Like, Xbox's showcase, for example, like that's how you do it in my mind. Is that like, and I know many of you love Xbox, is like, <laughs> you know, you come on stage, you give a little bit of a spiel, and then it's just like, game, 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 goodbye. You know, like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. That's exactly. all you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no need to put yeah. me up. You already have me watching. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me four exactly. hours of like four people I've never heard of talking about how yeah. excited they are about some game that's not going to come for five years. You know, like it's, yeah. nobody needs it. Yeah. <laughs> and, they should, yeah. and I still think they should announce what they're going to show off. So you're not mm-hmm. sitting there wasting your time either. You know, that way, like if they're going to show off some Battlefield footage, mm-hmm. say like, oh yeah, at the end of our presentation, we're going to show off some Battlefield footage. Sure. So hang around till the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least we could, we know, because sometimes you get to the end, you're like really disappointed. I stay here for this. Show off anything. Exactly. Just give me a timetable. <laughs> like yeah. traditionally, traditionally Gamescom hasn't been big on announcements or new things it's usually a expansion on e3 it's like oh here's that cg trailer you've seen it's at e3 for that game that you're like well now here's some gameplay at gamescom Ah, you know a lot of that happens at gamescom the odd announcement here and there some random developer we go you know what screw e3 we're gonna announce it at gamescom instead but like for the most part a lot of those 40 games that they're promising i don't know if they're going to be new I guess you know it might be like you know oh here's an extended look at whatever uh i don't Mm. know whatever game was announced, Kenya yeah. Bridge of Spirits for PlayStation or, you know, yeah. something to that effect. Hopefully there's some new stuff in there, but I, I, I can't even fathom what it might be. Like, I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But you know what we probably will see, to Minion's point, more and more remakes. And that, my friend, teases up for our next news point, which is 
Take Two are not going to be falling behind in the in the remakes race, it seems, because in a latest earnings call where they were talking to investors and what have you, they were kind of giving the, the lowdown of what their future year looks like. And it seems as if they have planned three returns to old games in their library. Is that kind of how they put it, Shane? Um, it was, this was like, a, a slide got leaked from like their earnings presentation, mm-hmm. like literally like a PowerPoint slide. And one of them was like, you know, upcoming projects or whatever. And it was six new iterations of previously released titles was the exact phrasing. Six or three? <laughs> That's a nice oh, way of saying six. Remakes. Six. <laughs> wow. Six, six new iterations of previously released games. But there's another the reason the title of this article is about Grand Theft Auto, because that was also a separate rumor is that we were getting three GTA remakes as well. Sure. Yeah, because I saw that so PowerPoint slide up going around and it looks super easy to like mock up yourself and just put that up yeah. on Reddit and have people go nuts. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. I think it's six total, including the oh, GTAs. Right, okay. I think yeah. this whole six new iterations is adding fuel to the GTA rumors. Gotcha. They're, they're going to make Army of Two. They're going to remake Army of Two. That's what they're going to do. That's probably I could what put, other I'll put, ten euro, well I'll put 10 euro on it now. They're Did Take Two own two. that or Rockstar I'm, or whoever? I think Take Two made army 2 i might be wrong wow. but i need i thought army 2 was ea i really thought that was an ea published game it could have been could have been no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't i don't want to type because you'll hear my clicking and i'll ruin it <laughs> 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 we'll fact check that um, later i'm nearly yeah, yeah, sure yeah. they did that aaron yeah. put in whoever developed it here please um <laughs> the <laughs> the i'll do a sad face because yeah. i'm probably wrong i wonder what else <laughs> it could do because like this is an opportunity for rockstar realistically to kind of do what everybody's saying where people want remakes or you know remasters of their classic catalog yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. you know tree vice city san andreas but also like bully um you know the, the list yeah, goes on good show. bully was a very good i still have a copy of that on playstation 2 yeah. in the house somewhere but san Red andreas Dead Redemption. You know, so, like all, all these games yeah. can use like a little bit of a touch, you know. The first um, Red, the first Red, Red Dead, Dead Revolver. Red Dead Revolver needs a remake. That was brilliant. Mm. Uh, that was a great I, game. Was that, I don't, was that one a Rockstar one? Because didn't Rockstar kind of come in like halfway through that series or something? There was some weird thing there, wasn't oh, there? I, where I, I, that started I off know. as somebody else's project. You could be right there. I, yeah. the, that game, man, has, do, do, have you ever seen the film Quick and the Dead? Yes. It's one of the best Western films ever made, and it's yeah. uh, well, not Hugh Jackman. What's the other guy? Oh, another uh, guy. He plays Lex Luthor. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman is the villain in that, and he's fantastic. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Nicole Kidman's in it. No, sure. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Sorry, Sharon Stone. Sorry, correct. Kurt Russell. That's why we teamed up. Oh no, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Um, not Kurt Russell. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's in it. Anyway, that whole film is compacted into a small segment in in Red uh, Dead Revolver, where you go really? to a t- you go to a town and they're about to have this shootout, uh, and it's the exact plays out the exact same way as the film does, and you you join in, and all the characters are there. Ace is there. That's the guy that yeah. wears all leather. He's the he's actually from Aliens. That's the guy. Who plays from, Bishop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bishop from Aliens, and he's in it. They're all in it, and the story plays out the exact same way as the film. How they got away with it, I have no idea. It's right in the bang in the middle of the game, and, and it's so that was Warner Brothers or something. Yeah, like that, so. and you had to use the analog to put your hand down and pull the gun out. Oh, you know, he said it was all manual. It was, and then obviously they kept it in Red Dead uh, Redemption. Red Redemption. Yeah. What's the second Red Dead? Revol- no, Jesus. Revolver Christ. was the one you were talking about. I think was it? What's the second? What's yeah. the other one? Red Dead Redemption. Redemption. 
and then Redemption, oh, then, yeah. Redemption then Redemption 3 yeah so mm. like and they kept all the mechanics in it man that, that's a great game uh, that, that'd be yeah. one I guarantee if I went back to play it I'd be like oh this is awful and fans <laughs> yeah, fans of those, these games, those games are rough go back to uh, I've been crying out for remakes for ages I mean cool. like there's a lot of people once uh, I think this will open the floodgates is the, the remake to Resident Evil 2 and how well that game yes. was received and how well that game did yeah. Wrecked it with three then, didn't it? And yeah, true. That was that was a bit of a cash grab. <laughs> but I think that opened the door for a lot of companies looking back going, Oh, we've a lot of titles in the in the, the press. That's here. why you're That's hitting it. your dead space. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. 100%. exactly. 100%. Give yeah. me Rockstar Table Tennis Championship. Bang! <laughs> this instant. Boom! Money. Confirmed. But do you not th- do you not think, right, at, at this stage of development of Grand Theft Auto at the moment, right, they have like a huge map, the graphics and all that are there, they've uplo- they've updated the multiplayer billions of times over the last mm-hmm. six years. Could they not have recorded all the actors, like new actors for San Andreas, and then just put it into that map as DLC, like fifty quid DLC, sixty quid DLC? Yeah, like that's and that's the point of contention with me, is that like I'm a huge Grand Theft Auto fan and that's why I'm streaming them and you know, I hmm. you know, this is like weird. Like I think this news coming out of these remakes will probably get me a couple of extra views as I'm going through those yeah. games now. But um, <laughs> but the 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 thing about that is like when Grand Theft Auto Five released, that was supposed to be the case. Like there was there was a lot of talk around you know single player DLC coming out. There was yeah. planned DLC that got cut because online did so well, and then there was loads of rumors of well. You know, what if you went to the airport and all of a sudden you're in New Island and it's like Vice City yeah. or whatever. Like, like yeah. all of those things would have done super, super, super well, but online does better. And that's just yeah. the that's sad just, thing about it. So I think, I think what they're probably yeah. doing now is taking all their learning from the online. And when you think about it, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the online of GTA, but pretty much all of the content has been made for online at some point. So pretty much every car that's ever been in GTA is now in this. Um, mm-hmm. Every like vehicle, a lot of landmarks, these types of things. Like they've made a lot of assets. And now I think yeah. it's just a case of like, right, let's just put San Andreas in the GTA 5 engine. Here's mm-hmm. half of the assets. and yeah, We've already the got the IP built yeah. and ready to go. Like, yeah. Honestly, like the map's already set up for San Andreas. It's just like the, the, the main street is there. You know what I mean? Like they don't need, the, I know in the original it's split into like what, four islands. But they can just change the story to go around the exact same map that's in GTA. They could and, do. They could and do. They'd, get, they'd get away with it happy out. Like, and people would be would lose their minds over it. You know. And let's not forget number four as well, Nico. That was pretty. That was cool. the best. Well, that's the best. Grand Theft so much I love four as well. I'm four a big. I'm a big apologizer of four. <laughs> four. I love four. I mean, the, the when getting drunk in number four is still the best physics graphics. Like, yeah. The way he falls over. No, none of the other games. Going compared. for a drink with Carson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought the storyline on that one was so good. I just thought him coming over, the whole scene where he's on the boat and the music's playing and he's slowly coming into port. It really just sets yes. it up. And then yeah. it, the city is nice and gritty and dirty. And number five is nice and bright and sunny. And I know it's meant to be like the Hollywood nearly. Yeah, you know? California. Yeah, you know, but it, I vibes, still yeah. preferred that New York sort of dingy kind of look and back alleys and stuff yeah in that sense you could compare uh, you know Grand Theft Auto 3 and sort of Vice City Vice City was Vice the City kind of Scarface yeah. sort of flashy half know, the missions were Scarface were out of yeah, Scarface right. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah definitely big time like sure most of San Andreas was like boys in the hood and stuff like that like mm. you know so it was like they all yeah. they all pulled from stuff but yeah. I, I can only imagine 
the money that they will pump out by putting out those games with just with a new slap of paint or whatever because i'm yeah. actually like always surprised those games hold up more than you remember you know the gameplay yeah. is so solid in those that yeah. even though they're a bit like funny to control by today's standards it's still all there but look yeah. I'm sure they'll make plenty of money to, you know, sleep yeah. upon in their vast mansions of Scrooge McDuck levels of vaults of money. You know, it's, it's going to be great. Um, moving on, though, that I do me. believe that Google is apparently trying to cover up some information because it has leaked out in a document that at some point during Epic's mad scale uh, takedown of the... How would you put it? I guess the... The financial gains of publishers versus developers. Um, it seems as if Google were potentially going to step in at one point to buy out Epic in order to just cut this one off at the knees. Oh, okay. um, but uh, Shane, you probably know a little bit more than I do. Yeah, so everybody knows that Epic's suing everyone left, right and center. Um, Apple, everybody... So they we're were all suing each other. It's great, right? We're all suing. Everyone's suing. I'm suing Minya. I'm suing him too. We should, turn <laughs> we, we should combine lawsuits to get more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm suing the guy that's combining the lawsuits. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Shane. Go on. You're fine. You're fine, lad. Oh, um, no, no. I'm still here. Um, they, um, what was I, I think, saying? Just to let you know, lads, I think we had a little crash there. Just for, just for good, your man. sound editor. You're fine. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see him fighting with us yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, Aaron, if you're listening, you can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, just cut it, Aaron. Chip, chop, chop. Uh, yeah, so who was I? Ta- Epic is who I was yeah. talking about. Epic has a, a lawsuit with, with Google because basically they wanted to sidestep the Play Store, same way they wanted to sidestep Apple's App Store and, and not basically pay the egregious like 30 or 40% that has to go to them of the money they would be going that would normally go directly to Epic from Fortnite skins or axes or guns or whatever the hell it is they do be selling. Yes. And now it's leaked out. There was an orig- originally a redacted piece of the court documents has been unredacted. This is like some government level <laughs> yeah. shit, you know? And um, in it, it was uh, saying that in order to just kind of squash the lawsuit or just make life easier for themselves, Google thought about buying some or all of Epic. I'm sorry, this game's coming out and games content next week, is it? This sounds like a management game I want to play. <laughs> this, is <a> game. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually this is actually the story of the new Ace Attorney. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Ace Attorney Tycoon. Yeah, yeah, I like it. But no, it's, yeah, so it's, it's they were just going to like they were just going to reach in the big bag with the dollar sign and be like, you know what, we're sick of listening to Epic. Let's just spend and like you know eight hundred million quid it would cost to buy them or whatever amount of money it costs just to shut them up but like isn't it funny that the whole lawsuit we won't spend much time on this because none of us here are financial experts or whatever but like you know isn't it funny <laughs> yeah yeah what kind of podcast is this <laughs> <laughs> episode 50 what did i money finding out now that you're not a financial but, I, but i am still fluent in 14 so. languages i swear um but no it isn't, isn't it funny like this lawsuit came out of epic saying hey you can't expect so much money from us for our games and our content or whatever was meanwhile being a billionaire in their own right. And then creating a lawsuit where Google in response goes, let's just throw money at it. Let's just throw money at it. It's fine. We have so much money. Yeah. 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 The irony's not lost on me here. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But, um, 
Billionaires will be billionaires. Hopefully one of these days, either Allcast or CGC or something will uh, have some kind of enough money where we'll start to worry yeah. about it. That's walking around money, that is. If you're going to buy out a company just to stop all the lawsuits, that means... I'm out of pocket having those lights on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that like Simpsons episode where like, you know, Mr. Burns is wheeled into the court yeah. and stuff and he's like, ah, oh, the for like killing whatever or doing whatever, poisoning something and it's like, ah, oh, it's a fine. Okay, cool. I'll take that statue of justice outside as well. And he just slaps all the money <laughs> in the game. Yeah. People with that kind of money, the law just does not apply to Isn't them. It? Money resolves all. But Moving on, because those guys are still going to have money by the end of it regardless. It, it, it's not really a problem for us. It's more interesting. Mm. What is also interesting is Knuckles the Echidna confirmed for Sonic 2. Yeah. And, of course, of course, who else could voice Knuckles the Echidna, the epitomal Echidna, than one Idris Elba? Yeah, Good I choice. think I think it's who else would you get? Cast. I can't think of anybody else, but I also can't picture him voicing him at, uh, either. Wasn't there but I don't think it's a bad Rock cast. was going to do it for a while. Oh man, the Rock has to stop doing things. He does everything. Yeah, the Rock's <laughs> they're, not, they're not in the jungle. In this Idris one, Elba so. is like the new Rock, though. Uh, like he, he's in everything. I, but now I think as he's well, just like. he's such a good actor. You know, like he can do he can he do is. very serious. He can he's do versatile, action. Yeah, yeah but very... the Rock just plays the Rock in everything. Like the Rock doesn't play other does. other characters, so even though I love the Rock and I love the movies he does, he doesn't play. I anything. like what he does too, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. you are he right. Just Albert does. Uh, he's an amazing actor, absolutely. Um, I think it's a great cast, and I, I actually called this not that he was going to voice it, but I called Knuckles would be in the second one, and I think a few people were like, "No, they won't do Knuckles. They're doing Tails next." And I, I predicted this. I did this, and I've I've done this twice on stream because I wanted recordings of it. I'm guessing, and I, this is months ago. I guessed. Yeah, nailing this down. Nailing this down good because I think I win 50 quid if it comes out I guess that Robotnik's going to team up with Knuckles he's going to try yes. and manipulate him to try and get these emerald crystals right and I imagine and right, yeah. whatever way Tails teleported into Sonic's world at the end of Sonic 1 uh, he'll be able to teleport to the mushroom planet where Eggman is or Dr. Robotnik and Sonic and Tails are going to end up losing uh, because of Knuckles but then Knuckles is going to realise kind of like similar to the hyenas at the end of Lion King they're going to realise hang on a second I've been working for the bad guy all this time he's been using me and he's going to turn on Robotnik and that's how Robotnik's going to lose and I don't think yes. we're going to see Metal Sonic in this one but we'll see him in the third one that's my opinion. I think the, that'll be yep. the hint at the end of yeah the I think we're going to see the me- we're going to see the big mech uh, that Dr. Robotnik drives in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and I think we're going to see Metal Sonic in the third film and I think I think it's all solid like realistically I think I, I'm struggling to think of a game that wasn't a direct sequel where Knuckles was in the one previous where they didn't do a thing of what? Robotnik is a yeah, bad guy I've been such a fool the master emerald uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we should invite we should invite the two boys back on after the release to see to see to see to break it down and see yeah, if you brilliant. were correct <laughs> and then you'll have you'll have you'll have proof yeah. of your guess and you'll have proof yeah. of whether and you in the, actually in the third film the Sonic will go supersonic but he won't do it in the second one that's how he'll defeat Robotnik <laughs> that's actually a good point I think he I will wonder, well, how long will they hold that corpse? no I think he third will time. I think if, the, if they're going to bring Knuckles into it then they're introducing the Chaos Emeralds yeah. and if they're introducing the yes. Chaos Emeralds you now have the possibility no, for supersonic your key thing is or at the very least at the very end for like a yeah, moment yeah. they're introducing yeah. them they're not using them his hair will go yeah. gold for like a second or something like yeah, that like some yeah. flash gold yeah. and then it'll end there and then at the when he when Robotnik's in his big giant mech 
and he's making all the memes that he made in the first film. <laughs> and that's how he'll that's how he'll defeat the mech. He'll turn into su- supersonic and go straight through the middle of it. Yeah. Telling you, I, I could I could have wrote so it myself. Do we think? Do we think Knuckles is going to have like a, a a very heavy hip hop vibe like he did back in like Sonic Adventure? Now that like Idris is playing it and he's done stuff like that in the past where he's just like the the gruff kind of like you know hip hop guy or whatever. Like I, if you cast back to like Sonic Adventure two where they had like those woefully bad uh, rap songs playing in all of his levels, I'm just wondering do we get any kind of like callback I'd or like some a, really bad music? Yeah, like, oh, what's a um. Snatch kind of that sort of cockney. Oh, you want to cockney? Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, bruv. Go chew bone. Tyrone. Go chew bone like butter. Sonic 3 by way of uh, Guy Ritchie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'd watch that Sonic. Definitely. 100%. That Knuckles, yeah. that, that's my Knuckles. They should get Bricktop then to, yeah, to, voice, to voice Knuckles. <laughs> Put <laughs> the kettle on Robotnik. He would, be quite, he would be quite an interesting choice, wouldn't he? Give him to the pigs, Harold. Yeah. Go chew bone like butter. Bricktop as tails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Sonic. Robotnik, put the kettle but, on. Um, <laughs> but I look forward to seeing whether or not, Pesa, you're, you're, how close you were. And we are definitely going to have to have you back in yeah. order to confirm that. I'm a that. big Sonic fan. But big I think... Sonic fan, man. I love Sonic. Sonic's my favourite game of all time. And, uh, I, I, yeah. Really? Of all Sonic time? 2, man. Like, Sonic 1 was one of those games where I just couldn't finish because it was so hard and so difficult. And this is going back to like the early 90s. And then when I got Sonic 2, it was a little bit more playable and I could get to the last boss. And I just enjoyed it so much more. And then these cheat codes. sort of co-op because yeah, the person you could play, could play as Tails. And you, you had unlimited lives. Yeah. Killing all the bosses was easy. You just yeah. had to get Sonic to stand yeah. out of the way and Tails yeah, dodge everything. Yeah. I just thought... Tails was like the original little brother control. Yeah, it still wasn't plugged in, but he yeah. thought he was playing Tails. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to yeah. him, you've got carpal on, you can kill yourself as much as you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I love, yeah, I love yeah, Sonic. Yeah, when yeah. that first film came out, man, I was so excited. I was like, they... Surprisingly good yeah, as well. Very... Like, I, 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 that and Detective Pikachu, like, that was a good year or so for, for video mm-hmm. game adaptations, wasn't it? Do like... you think the announcement with the bad looking Sonic was PR stunt? No, I think they just they no, just got it wrong. No, I truly, truly believe they got it wrong. Like I think a lot yeah. of people worked a lot of crunch in order to rectify mm. the horror of what <laughs> that originally. My eyes, I love the leaves. I just can't. I just can't imagine. You know, they went to the screening of the film. You know, we're gonna put out the trailer next week. Let's just see how the test audience uh, like likes it. Mm. And not one person went. That's wrong. <laughs> what's up with his face yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with Sonic no. <laughs> is he having well, a stroke that's the difference you see is like you, you put it out in front of like a test audience and it's probably like 10 guys pulled off the street for like $5 to come in and watch a movie yeah. and they don't know Sonic exactly. they don't care it's like oh yeah it's fine it's, it's fun yeah, it's, yeah. yeah whatever and then like that tested well awesome and then like you put it out on Reddit and it's like people who know Sonic now looked yeah. at him and what the hell is that yeah, yeah. 100% <laughs> yeah because that was Jesus that was good test that was it was it was actually now I, I hadn't thought about that in quite a while and I won't sleep <laughs> but I anyway. might insert I might insert an image of it while I'm, when I'm doing the editing of the video version of oh, this please I'm, do. Just, I'm just going to insert a big of the really of really awful Sonic <laughs> <laughs> to the tune I'm never going to give you up <laughs> <laughs> giving Shane more work anyway <laughs> moving on I think we have time for one more news story maybe before we go into the question of the week um, and that I think will be uh, one that's going to be up Minions Alley. It seems as if 
we have confirmation on who might be leading the Dead Space uh, remake. Yeah, that's right. Well, director-wise, it's going to be the same director as uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And that was a very well put together game, very well received game. Uh, I never got a chance to finish it because I just don't have enough hours in the it's day. It's a huge game. But it's, it's, it's too massive. Long, and there's just so much DLC <laughs> coming out now. It is one that I have a pin in, I'm going to get back to. But I was really excited when I heard this uh, because. You had more hours in that game, and I said, Have you been to Isengard yet? And he's like, Isengard? Oh, no, you mean Valhalla. That's not real. <laughs> Valhalla or something, wasn't it? No, what's the. where? No, it's not Valhalla. It's like it's like the place they all hang all the gods hang out, and it's like ah. Oh, I think it was Val- Valhalla. Was it Valhalla? Right? Okay, yeah. so they're all in Valhalla. Yeah, I, I, so. I got to just the mission before it where you have to get the. Because you had more of the country on. unlocked than I did. Oh yeah, I was doing everything else but the main mission. So <laughs> that's the problem. Like, I, really, <laughs> I, I just tried to get as much enjoyment out of Assassin's Creed games as possible. Black Flag being one of my other favorite games. Man, if you go down that route, like Black Flag was the one that turned me off doing that because like I loved Black Flag a lot, and then going to every single island and getting every single thing on the map, getting off the boat, getting on the boat, going around. Like I, I must have spent like seven or eight nights just doing that stuff, and I still wasn't happy yeah. the way oh, through the map. Massive. And I kind of went like, "What am I doing with my life?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Valhalla is a lot like that. Yeah. It's a value game though. Can you imagine having a game like that when you were like five mm. and you only got like one game a year? Yeah, the playability yeah. of it is yeah. something else. Uh, we, I haven't even done play we have the DLC to Ireland, haven't even played it yet. Mm. The DLC for Paris came out this week, haven't even played it yet. Uh, I literally only bought it because I knew Ireland was coming yeah. and I played an awful lot of that first game. And I um we interviewed uh, um a fella that did one of the kind of fan traders for the Irish DLC and everything going, yes, I'm 100% going to play this. It's just, I haven't got the time. There's just too, it's it's asking too much of me. It you is, know? it's a big ask. Um, but, you know, it is something I'm going to get back to 100%. Uh, but, but do we think Dead Space is going to well, be? See, I don't even have ask. a PS5, uh, you know. Who I'm does? Gonna, Who I'm going to actually go out and have to get a next-gen console just to play the Dead Space remaster. But it's it's actually a game that I would do that for. Yeah, and I'll probably hold out yeah. doing it uh, until then. I'm holding out for Arkham Knights. Yeah, and that'll probably be out before. What Dead happens? Space. What happens if the Dead Space remake comes out and it's a like 500 hour open world Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> Dead Space? Oh, I'll be like, hey, yo, I'm quitting my job tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cl- We've introduced parkour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you can climb seventy towers. Yeah. Unlock the map. Isaac can now do capoeira. It's just like. Yeah. Breakdance fighting these necromorph limbs off. The Eddie Gordo <laughs> of alien fighting. Yeah, I think after um, reading that headline there, I'm actually a bit worried about the game. Uh, Assassin's Creed director just doesn't fit, doesn't sit right with a Dead Space game. But the director it has nothing to do with the gameplay as such. It's the story and you know, uh, how things are kind of shot with the uh, motion capture and all. I think, I think in the case of this, uh, if I understand it correctly, it's always different in studio by studio. But when you're talking like a game director can sometimes mean the same as a movie director but a lot of times what it means is kind of like it's almost hand in hand with like project management it's kind of like keeping the vision on track you know and like making those decisions of like what gets caught what gets kept what do we fight for you know that kind of stuff Um, Um, so so you're probably right there's probably a lot of people directing it in other ways you know yeah well if he's used to Assassin's Creed games then nothing's getting caught from Dead Space what more can we squeeze in you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. We pe- well, extra stuff here's you know. people Guys, seem to like that <laughs> have we thought about collectibles uh, yeah oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to read anything you're literally cutting off limbs and putting them in yeah, a pocket I don't want to read anything and I don't want to collect 
random. Come on, the audio logs are some of the best things. Okay, in the audio games. logs are fine. I it's the, the letters. That's something in games I hate, especially like say uh, Fallout Four. You find yeah. letters in books, and I know people that'll sit there and read them. And I, yeah. <laughs> I won't. I'd be like, right, what can I sell that for in the shop? <laughs> that, that's what I pick up them. It for. is yeah. fascinating, like that that aspect of game development, especially like with Bethesda, yeah. is fascinating to me because some games do it really well. Like you know, as I said, playing a little bit of Last of Us Two again, and some of the things you pick up in that are quite heart wrenchingly written, and they're like every note is painstakingly you know designed so that yeah. it actually is all handwritten and stuff they're not just like copy paste the template or whatever um but then you go to something like oblivion or skyrim or whatever and it's impressive that they put so much time into writing reams and reams and reams well, of created books. A whole lore. but half of it is just nonsense <laughs> and half, like some of it's good but like a lot of it's not and it's kind of like how many hours did people spend on yeah. this and how many people actually read them? Mm. You did know? you ever watch, uh, I know again we're getting off topic, but look, it seems to be the, 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 the way, that's, the way <laughs> things are going. Hey, it's going to happen. Uh, did it's you ever happen, watch, uh, so you should check it out on YouTube, it's very, very funny, but it's in Skyrim Oblivion and you go and talk to a certain NPC and she says, halfway through her line, she says, oh, sorry, let me do that again. Uh, let's do a second take. It was obviously <laughs> kept in by mistake. <laughs> so I think I can do that better. Okay, start from the top. We'll pick it up in yeah. post. <laughs> yeah, she said something like that. <laughs> That's gas. I must look out for that. But we'll see. Dead Space, I'm sure, is in good hands. We'll we'll hope for the mm. best. Let's all be cautiously well, up. Is it still in his hands? Yes. No, I'm not so optimistic. No. What, yeah, what microtransactions <laughs> is it gonna have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that's it. Uh, yeah, because... Okay, last point, and then we'll move on. Like, for a game series that was killed by my, microtransactions, they brought in somebody from Ubisoft to try and steer it back. <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> they can be just yeah. as bad. Yeah. They can be just as bad. They're woeful. They're, really They're woeful. Bad. Like, if you look at any Assassin's Creed game, it's like, you know, pay us... 20 quid and the game will be over quicker yeah like they, that's yeah. literally a thing you can do like it's yeah. it's nuts it's nuts but anyway let's not dwell moving swiftly on we are going to do our question of the week where we ask our community to give us a question to bring into this podcast it could be gaming related it could be anything in fact a lot of times i like to ask shane a random one because you guys are here he's getting off the hook Aww. this week but but we do have one from the community and We'll get to that right now. I almost forgot. Play that thing. Another thing for Shane to do. <laughs> I forgot. Do that for Aaron. Now, this week's question of the week comes from a friend of the show, Kerry, where Kerry asked in the Facebook group, I should mention, what's the first game you remember rage quitting? Now, to anybody who doesn't understand the concept of rage quitting, it is quite simply you are playing a video game and it could be any form of media, really. And it just frustrates you to no end. Maybe you're dying an awful lot. Maybe you're just not picking up the mechanics. Whatever it is, you've gotten to the point of frustration that you're just wanting to throw that controller through the TV for the love of God, get it away from me. And you just walk away, you know? What was the first thing that made you do that? Um, Shane, I'm going to go to you first. Um, When I read this question, the first thing that sprung to mind was I was a Sega kid. Me too, yeah. So, you know, Streets of Rage, oh, Sonic, that yeah. kind of thing. Sure. And I think prob- probably Streets of Rage is probably the one I remember Rage Quit. Streets you know, of Rage get Quit. <laughs> Streets of Rage Quit, yes, exactly. The, the, the lesser known sequel is Streets of Rage. <laughs> but the more popular one. Um, 
<laughs> but you know, we've all been there, anyone who was a Sega kid. You're playing Streets of Rage. You have, like, very little health left. You've used up your, like, you know, you call in the police guy to drop a nuke or whatever. You've used all that up. And then, like, a boss appears out of the sliding garage door. And you're like, ah, no. And then you die. And then you're all the way back. And you're going picking up turkeys again. And you get to the same bot. And it's just, that was my first, I think that's, as a kid, how I learned what rage quitting was. I didn't even probably know what it was called. I just knew that it's like, if I don't turn off this game, I'm going to break the Sega in half. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, isn't it funny how you've picked that game when I just got these added to the wall this week? <laughs> <laughs> You're taunting me. You knew inspiration. You tell <laughs> <laughs> but no, for sure. Like any any beat 'em up like that, it's it's killer. Like you know, especially especially any ones that like Streets of Rage probably wasn't the worst, but it definitely had like some very very awkward bosses that like if you mm-hmm. didn't save up those nukes or whatever, it was, you were going to have a bad yeah. time. Yeah definitely for sure so that's yeah that's my pick is definitely that and it was interesting because one of the lads there mentioned the first sonic a while ago and then i started thinking about that as well because that is a hard game it's harder than the second one for sure Mm. yeah definitely the first game had um second level you know you'd go you'd start off up the top and then you'd go down into the mines type thing and Mm. it was lava and I think Bats. the water. I think I, I the water levels were always a nightmare. Oh, in any in any oh, game, course, the water yeah. levels fear inducing. Yeah. That music. I'd rage quit over that music. I actually think it's not. It's not going to be my answer, but I do think I did rage quit at some point in Sonic One or Two. When do you know when you're like standing where the bubbles come up? And there's there's not like an exact timing to those yeah. bubbles. They just seem to come up whenever they feel yeah. like it. And you're just standing there going, din, 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 and it just you doesn't come. Duck, you have to duck down. Like, you no, have to duck down. Yeah, it, that's something we only found out. You recently, duck down, yeah. it makes the bubbles come turn up, up and then you, and then it comes up. That's why. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Twenty five years and thousands of dollars of therapy. <laughs> the two the two boys have sorted it all out. <laughs> And that's what all cast is all about, my friends. Speaking of which, uh, Petzo, what about you? I don't you, really on? rage. Well, maybe I don't, do I ever rage quit in front of you? I don't think I have because I don't. Play, as I said to you earlier on, I play very boring games. That uh, you know, what I mean, unless my town is being attacked and <laughs> and I didn't get enough, well, you know, water su- supplied to put the fire out. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. I can't really remember you. I don't think I really rage quit with games. I did oh, get fed up with games. You did when you were playing Death Space that one time and you were looking at the air vent and then it turned out the thing jumped at you from the elevator and you just dropped the... paused it, threw the controller on the couch and you were like, done! Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the cause of... I don't play horror games. Well, like, I, the, sometimes our chat makes me play horror games, but Minion plays the horror games, but I'll always play the tutorial mission. And then I'll hand the controller over to him when it starts to get sure, 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 sure. and then get the cushion. Yeah. Well, that's funny you say cushion because I have my cushion here. Yeah, he literally have my cushion. Here. Yeah, my cushion like that. Like, oh, there's a bit coming up. Yeah, it's a it's a lovely orange fluffy yeah. cushion for any of our audience yeah. listeners. So it's his watches on it's YouTube. It's a manly really shield. It's a manly shield, and we won- <laughs> during Resident Evil Seven. Oh yeah, that uh, was I was this this was the cushion that of choice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's me. and that other game we played. Remember. Uh, one up in Rogers where it was like you're playing like, oh what was what was the game it was a horror game but you played all the different characters it was like it was just like a movie 
and you just decide all their oh until oh, dawn. Dawn. we played that for like a Halloween stream and that was really that was another one where pets are like uh, on the couch <laughs> we did uh, we did something really fun with that game as well is there was three of us playing it and we all took a character each now I think I think one or two of us had two characters mm. but when that character yeah. was in charge you decided all the decisions yeah. the other so guys couldn't tell influence you and others. so then when we got to the end it was like it was it was a I don't know, it was just completely different to how I would have played it on my own. or You know what I mean? And it, it was really, yeah. really fun. Some, I think that... They actually added that feature in later games, mm. I think, is to, to make it easier for that nice. to, to yeah, happen. Because that, that was that was the best part of that game with the, with the banter we had. With the, yeah. oh, why did you pick that one? Why did you pick that? <laughs> oh, man, I, I streamed it as well. And it's it's like anytime I stream today, like people still bring it up. Like, you know, it's like kill Emily, slay, save Emily was a massive yeah. thing because that chick that's like a bit bitchy or whatever. Yeah. Like there was just the chat was just torn on whether Do or not to keep her. And every <laughs> single decision I gave to the chat, you see. Oh. So like I'd wait for five minutes if yeah, I had to I was like we're not going anywhere guys till you give yeah, me a vote yeah, like, yeah. You know, it got really intense but um, good, good uh, choices I, what about I, you Dominion? when you when I first got given the topic I immediately thought of a game that I played to death and Rock just dropping how did you know yeah Rocket Knight <laughs> drove me mad that game really really did what was yeah. it Rocket Knight Adventures it was, yeah. you played you pl- and oh, the Sega. The, another yeah, Sega yeah. classic you played little possum in a was it a possum yeah you're a, a possum in a, like a set set of armor suit of yeah. armor with and a, rocket. a rocket pack <laughs> and some of the levels were just it's so annoying like, it was very similar to Sonic in that way you know you're going through the level you're jumping you're trying to get all the stuff collect things to get extra yeah. lives and stuff and, but it was such a good, good game. But certain parts of it were just such a nightmare. And then the real kicker then as well, when you finally do finish this game, it tells you at the end, it goes, oh, well done, you have completed the game, but you ca- haven't saved the princess yet because now you must finish it on hard mode. Don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. no, yeah. You <laughs> what? <laughs> I just finished it on, on normal mode. And she will never yeah. be saved. Uh, so screw that bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I can't say I didn't try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, telling me to finish on hard mode was a deal breaker. And I just I don't think I ever had the the cojones. That, to that was a great game, and we played. It was, that. That was, it was a very good game, but not good enough to. Oh, it's amazing! Out. It's amazing! It's probably like one of the top ten games on the Mega Drive yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like. Easy, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess for myself to round it all up, uh, Shane, I'm gonna, I'm gonna one two combo you here with like another Sega <laughs> game that's uh, also on my wall um, Mega Man the first Mega Man game was the very first game I can remember loving and hating in equal measure Yeah, and to this day 25 odd years later from the first time I ever played it I still rage quit with that first Mega Man game I, I love the games mm. like t- to no end but I'm not great at them. Like, I never have been, you know, but I'll get through them. Oh, that first game, true. man, yeah. is so unforgiving. I just, oh, yeah. I just remember the game. Sorry, go ahead. I just remember the Rage Quick game. No. Holy crap, something just went... <laughs> it was like a lost... It was like a lost memory just clicked in. Do you remember the 2D Terminator game? And after every mission, oh. you had to drive around on the bike and it was like you were top down? I think so. You started off at the... I you think started so. off at the, at the. Is that on? I'm nearly sure it was Mega Drive. I think it was. Oh, I think that could. No, Maybe. I think that could have been on like the Commodore. The Commodore or something. or something like that. You started off at the at the at the yeah. truck truck stop, and you just killed all the bikers, and then yeah, then it goes to like this top down view, and you're driving the bike, but it was impossible to turn corners. You had to time it as it got to like the crossroad, yeah. and then go left or right. So it was like a tank turning, and then you went to Sarah Connor's house, 
and you could you could do the whole house without setting the the alarm off, and that meant the T one thousand didn't show up. Yeah. But if you set the the house alarm off, he showed up, and you right. had to find something that put you towards the uh, the it was the mall. Oh my god! Was there a part in that where the truck is? chasing you yeah. again I do remember yeah. that game. oh so dip man oh my god I never I wanted to break anything so much in my whole life after you do the level in the mall it, you have to go to Mexico but because of the way it drives you don't know where the hell to go it doesn't really tell you could be, and, but it's also timed and if the timer runs out yeah. it's right back to the, the garage the right, to the biker yeah. bar again and we used to play it over oh, and over again because it was gory it was yeah. like it was kind of like the Robocop game back in the day as well I do remember sure, yeah, sure, sure, meant sure. The, or the Asylum as well, like, and it's, it's. I don't even think I got to the asylum because no. I could find that. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to Mexico to get the guns to go. Uh, then you go to the the big building where they had the metal arm hidden and all yeah. that stuff. Man, these were the things that sold the old. Um, you know, because back in the day, you didn't just have a video game; you had a video game release and you have a guide release, and you have to make sure there's a part in the game that's just impossible to figure I, out. I still unless you to do this, it like a million to this times. day, I don't know how where to go with that bike. I'd actually get, I'd get, an, <laughs> I'd get an. Em, I actually want to get an emulator now. I think I blocked that out. I think yeah. I mentally blocked that game out. And I just remember I want to play that on an emulator and see if I can finish it. Yeah, just to, or at least come to a stream here. Watch you. someone else do it. Let's just. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll just watch someone else do it. <laughs> YouTube is your friend. I had to watch that tonight, man. That game, holy crap! That game was so tough. Yeah, see, games were a different breed back then. Like your Mega Man, like mm-hmm. your uh, Rocket Knight Adventures. All these games, the main problem with them was if you messed up, it's not holding your hand. You're yeah. not just going to start off five minutes back or ten minutes back. You're back to beginning now. So there was yeah. a bit of, bit of pressure yeah. on to not mess up, and I think that's a big key part to it, yeah. isn't it? Like, because realistically, like I, everything we picked was pretty much from like the late eighties to the mid nineties, where games were just damn yeah. hard, yeah. you mean, know. And that, like nowadays, like in Assassin's Creed, you fail a mission, you're back. Yeah. Like, yeah, in it. Exactly. But I think rage quitting now is more a multiplayer online thing. You know, like when you're yeah, someone's tea bagging you furiously yeah. after you've just been killed yeah. ten times in a row. Like, oh, I'm out. Yeah. It goes to show that we're not like Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Streets of Rage or yeah. one of those games, any day, a Golden Axe or something. Yeah. Uh, they are yeah. classics. Still they still hold up as well. Some of them games are unbelievably fun and great to play. And it's, it's Minion Man t- tipped off it earlier on uh, about uh, Twisted Metal. We used yeah. to play Twisted Metal all the mm-hmm. time. And when we went, we were like, oh, we should get an emulator or maybe we should get a copy of it and play it. And I was like, okay, we'll do it. And we found a copy, tried to play it. And we were like, what is this? <laughs> this is not how yeah. my, my, I remember this game at all. Like, the graphics were so bad. And I was like, I remember this being, like, beautiful. I remember, like, I love, oh, let's go play that cool car game. <laughs> and the background, it really looked like a suburban area. And it's yeah. just, like, 2D oh, houses. And I was just, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was the first yeah. step. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it the jump to 3D was a rough yeah. jump. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? But we got yeah. there. We got yeah. there, like, you know. For sure, for sure. But there we have it, folks. In terms of Rage Quit, we've got Mega Man, we've got Streets of Rage, we have uh, Terminator and Minion Rocket Night Adventures. Adventures. Rocket Night Adventures. How could I forget? (laughs) The classic. But there we have it, folks. If you want to get in on the question asking action, you can do so in a number of ways. You can get onto us in our socials, which is down below. But we generally pick our questions of the week from the Casual Game community, which is a standalone Facebook group over on Facebook and also in our discord you can find a link to that in the description below but i think guys it's probably about time that we smack this guy on the ass and send it on home 
if you wouldn't do me a quick favor lads can you tell the lovely folks at home that may be watching that might be listening how do I find you? Well, yeah, you'll definitely find me on Twitch, uh, all our social medias, of course, but mainly on Twitch as I'll be uh, playing Dead Space there. I also do remote duels on it as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the social media. And on. then if you want to check out our own shows, we're, they're on YouTube every Wednesday at half eight. So we've got Geeky This Weeky, which is our Geeks for Weeks, where we get geeky every weeky to find out how many movies and tv shows we want to check out and stuff like that and then we got herds of nerds which is a debate show that we're hoping to bring to events next year and uh which is where we we pick the hardest questions in gaming like what's the worst michael transaction what's the best final fantasy game what's the best horror franchise in gaming and we get we, we find the exact answer and that's the right answer forever once we come to that conclusion yeah it gets locked <laughs> no into, the, into the gaming vault yeah into the gaming, gaming vault and it stays there so uh yes yeah, so that's what we do we do shows every week every wednesday and then minion streams on twitch as well um, and then we're on every social media that you can find us anywhere all cast irish Sweet. gamers mm. yeah so that's that's the general tagline it'll be all in the description below of course but all cast irish gamers is kind of what people should yeah, yeah exactly. and our only fans Sweet. is coming Sweet. very soon yeah we're yeah, sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in pre-production <laughs> I've seen some of the photos folks they're pretty saucy but anyway moving swiftly on from that if you have never been here before welcome you did stumble across what was by far the most casual podcast on I'm the interwebs so the casual gamecast if you so will relaxed. and if you have been here before Thanks again for all of your support. If you want to keep supporting us, we would love you for it endlessly. You can do so in a number of ways at Casual Game Co. on all of the socials. You can find us on Twitch. You can find us pretty much everywhere. And of course, all of the, the details to both our socials and the lad socials will be down in the description here, both on YouTube or whatever podcatcher you happen to find us on. If you could do us one quick favor, which costs nothing, if you could give the podcast a like, Tell a friend, share, do whatever, you know, just put it out there. I'm just put it out there. Just just asking just nicely, you know, maybe you just want to share it with somebody. Please do so. And lads, we have a kind of a tradition around here where we ask people not only to tell a friend about the podcast, but also to potentially tell somebody who has a role in the community that could potentially help get our our podcast out there. We've we in the past we've said tell a friend, tell a butcher, mm. tell a friend, tell a postman. What would be your suggestion? Oh, Get, hook it up to your 3G uh, vaccine or 5G vaccine and then and just link it. You got the 3G I got the 3G vaccine. The whole model, man. Just link it to everybody that yeah. way, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> I say tell a stranger, but you have to tell them like the merchant from Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. Hello, stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. listening? What are you listening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So do it like that. Just like the merchant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So tell a merchant and tell a recently vaccinated friend. But that has been it. I've been Phil. I've been Shane. And we've had the two lads. Petzo Minion. All cast Great show, guys. <laughs> and thanks a million for joining us, all cast. And hopefully we'll see each other again very soon. Very. But with that, let's take it on home. Take care. Stay safe. And most of all, stay casual. Bye. Bye. Bye.
If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Verizon 5G Home, powered by 5G Ultra Wideband, is delivering incredible speeds for just $50 a month with a mobile plan of $30 per month or more and auto pay. It's a new kind of home internet with no annual contracts or messy wires. Setup is so simple, you can do it yourself in minutes. Plus, we can even help cover your cost to switch. Welcome 5G Home. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Device requires mounting with brackets. Switch off for additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to the Sweaty the Farmer and the news where we report all the imaginary video games wars. We're right there in the front lines, my friend. This is our weekly show where we discuss some of the most important news in the gaming world. I am the Lone Name Gamer as the Sweaty. And I am Lucha the Farmer. Thanks for coming together this week to talk about some relevant news. Some relevant news in the docket we have. Have like two community its highest amount of concurrent players since literary records began. It sounds like GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas are getting remastered this year. Pax Australia is cancelled, and finally, Eve's online record setting war ends with a whimper. But before all that, and now that you are here with us, don't forget to subscribe, click the notification bell, leave us a like or a comment, or do anything social that your platform lets you. This is the best way that you can give us support for the show, my friend, right? Right, right, right. All right, so. Community of Half-Life 2 decided. Uh, I think it was for the birthday of the game or for a special occasion or something like that. If I'm not wrong. They promoted this event calling Breaking the Bar. And decided to bring all the Half-Life community around it and to set up a new record for highest concurrent players on the Half-Life 2 game. Okay. And yeah, what do you think about that? <laughs> Why? Why? Why do people care about Half-Life 2 so much? I don't get it. I because... Don't because it's a great game. It's a story game. It's a. It's okay, a... Batman is a great game. I don't your shit. <laughs> I think it was like more so to raise awareness that people care for the franchise to evolve, to tell to 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 game new or to give us. Have like three is not happening. Just of course, have like three is not happening. But I don't know more 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 Alex. Uh... More, 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 more of the things, yeah. Just, just let it rest. Let it rest. <laughs> All good things must come to an end. Uh, uh, yeah, but they, they, they. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just let yeah. it die. I, 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 
More of that, it was for, for the 16-year release of the game. To celebrate the 16-year release uh, of the game. I don't care, really. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this, this just goes to show that, like, uh, they're, they're out there, there are enough, like, big communities to do this kind of stuff. Like, no, there, there are enough people that have nothing better to at 3 p.m. And that love, and they, they love Half-Life 2. <laughs> no, they, they don't love Half-Life 2. They just want to feel like they're taking part into something. Ah, well, they love Happy Life too. It doesn't have anything to do with Happy. Mm. People are more moved by the fact, like that sense of participation. Yeah. All right. Fair. No fair. matter. No matter what. No matter like, what. Okay. It's just for that sense of community. Usually more important than what the actual community is about. Yeah. So that's why these things happen more than. Because Half Life 2 is a great game, which I'm not discussing that. Sure, it's a good game. Yeah. But they did it! They break the record, and there were two celebrating that. They, they were doing a, a remaster collection, and there were somebody, another of the mods remaking the Half Life 2, as they did with Black Mesa Project. Now they're doing it with Half Life 2. Sure. So, a lot of love for the game, right? If you love a game, you do you do stuff like this, right? Um I I mean I guess so. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, Half Life 2 was like a it is an iconic and historically important game in the in the game sphere because uh thanks to Half Life 2 we have uh it Half Life 2 demonstrated that you can tell a story while playing an FPS and that wasn't done before Half-Life basically mm, sure I'm, yeah. I'm still I'm not saying that the game doesn't have any significance yeah you're, you're saying, just saying yeah. that people that people is just like they don't know what to do with their life so with their time yes <laughs> that's what you're saying uh, fair enough but hey very cool things happen on the internet once in a while right Lucho I it's I mean cool maybe too much is a thing that happens. <laughs> cool so, maybe sure. too much. Why Let's is it say cool? It was cool. <laughs> but cool is it too much? Because <laughs> I, I don't think it was cool. <laughs> it is cool. To like like, if, like if, if you want my if, if you want my unfiltered opinion. Yeah. All right. All right. This is kind of lame. And in you, so so you can like I don't know, like oh my god, look, you're part of a game of the gaming community. I am right. That doesn't what mean is, that they don't do how, lame what, things. Where is your high horse about lame stuff mm. being part of the it's, gaming it's, community? Is is not a high horse. Just I don't see a point of this. It was a cool celebration, and people were happy, and like they love the game, and yeah. You could love the game without making a big fuss about it. Just be cool, man. But I think like you've been there before. But you know? <laughs> like you've been there before. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was a consideration for the 16th birthday, man. Just, just act like you don't care. I like you don't care, my guy. <laughs> okay. With that, we move on. Uh... To, it looks like they're remaking or remastering 
GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas this year. The very good GTA trilogy. I play all those three games. They were mm. very cool games. Very cool stories. Um, yeah, and this all comes from a rumor from Kotaku based on some takedowns that Rockstar has been doing recently. So, but but is this just based on rumor? Like, yes, it is based. Okay, on. okay, but I, I'm just making sure because I don't remember reading anything official or. Yeah. The only thing official, okay, okay. the only thing official is that Take Two did in his uh, quality statement that they were doing like iterations of previous of, of previous titles, and they're working True. into unannouncement, unannounced iterations of, of previous titles. Gotcha. Nobody knows what because Take Two has a lot of other IPs, right? Remember? Yep. Uh, but the rumors said that potentially can be the three. All GTAs. What do you think? Mm, I mean, it's fine. A lot of people love these games. They're very good. They're very cool. Do you play? Have you uh, played any of this? Of this? Not to an extent that they were significant to me. Ah, but you played. You played them. At least. Played yeah, them. a little. All right. All right. You didn't like go through the story, through the main story, which no. was the fun part of, of them. Not really. Not really? All right. I think I, I, I... When I got into these type of games... Yeah. I was more of a Saints Row. Oh, you were more guy. about, like, the... the, the uh, of course, Lucho always being, like, indie and different. Then. Saints Row Those is not trend. that indie. Like, Saints Row <laughs> 3 is very well regarded. Saints Row 3 is a great game. I'm going to give you that. But they're 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 uh, directly. No, four. It's just completely crazy. But yeah, it's insane. So much fun, but it's yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those two, those two Saint Rose. Yeah, they're very, very good games. Saint Rose two is very good, but it's very, it's very. Uh, I think it's underrated. I think yeah. it's a very story than than the GTA's, but. But it, it was, that one was definitely uh, overshadowed by, by GTA, which yeah, yeah. they are pretty much... They basically, like, Saints Row and Saints Row 2 were kind of the same to GTA. Yeah. And it was on Saints Row 2 when they decided, okay, we're going to do our own crazy yeah, different yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they, they, Saints, the Saints Row franchise started like a, a direct copy of GTA. Yeah, the it, yeah, the first yes. two games are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are very very similar to it. Yeah, they're just trying to recreate that that golden formula of GTA. But three and four, they were like, yeah, we're just like the insane version of GTA. So just I, like, I, I feel like roll with that. Three, <laughs> no, I feel like three was the one where they were trying things out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And they say, okay, yeah, the people are buying into the crazy. Yeah, and yeah, four, people like the insanity. Yeah. Balls to the wall, <laughs> yeah. insanity. <laughs> And I think and I think they serve for it. Like I, I, I think they make like, I like yeah, I think they made a better game by just going balls to walls I, with their with their I, inside universe. I, I agree, but but yeah, with regards to to GTA, I was a, I'm a bigger fan of the Saints Row, so I don't have yeah. the big of an emotional attachment to GTA. Yeah, yeah, but I know story. people like love Vice City, yes, and San Andreas. Yes, people love those. 
Yes, yes, yes. GTA 3 was, well, like, like the progenitor was the big it's... open war. You can do anything. Yes. 3D, oh my God. And the, like, the, the story was super basic. It's like, yeah, I'm a new kind of car thief here. Very cliche. And then I go and and get involved with the mob. And it was kind of like a parody of uh, Scarface. Uh... Yes. Yeah, GTA 3 was kind of a very Scarface to the point that you had similar locations, the mansion with the fountain and True. the end of the game and that sort of stuff. It was you, kind you know, of getting there. What? You know which game of, of that same era I did enjoy a lot? The Godfather. Oh. Yeah, that was, that was a good game. It's, 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 it's in that same similar wheelhouse of like open worldly with missions and, yeah. and getting to places in the city and yeah 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 is that yeah, same yeah, yeah. idea yeah I, I like more that the godfather setting the more fair enough uh so yeah so they did a bunch of in gta 3 they did a bunch of uh, like classic uh yeah uh, drug parties they pioneered, yeah but they pioneer a lot of the throat yeah that we have nowadays on, on the genre and then, of course, Vice City was like the '80s version of like that. Uh, man, it, when, when did Vice City come, come out? Uh, I think it was like 2007. Was it? Mm, I think. Like, earlier. Yeah, yeah. The, the, my comment was it's way earlier than that. Yeah, 2002. 2002. Well, what I mean by that is like, even in 2002, we're like uh, nostalgic for the 80s, apparently, because <laughs> it was all that game was like 80s music, 80s clothes, yeah. 80s cars, and all that, all that like high Miami Vice kind of like vibe in Vice City. And then in San Andreas, they kind of like went and, and told their. their like a proper like more original story yeah so they're very iconic in that evolution and then very breakthrough because GTA 3 was the first one to do the full 3D exploration do whatever you want more Uh, so yeah very iconic games would you like to be to see them remaster people still Uh, play these games to be fair people do and I they they have fairly active communities to be fair So, do I care about remakes? Not really, yeah. because I don't care about these games that much. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people will appreciate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. More so, like we have right now, we have GTA Online, which is what GTA it's, Five became now. Four, it's, it's GTA Four, thing. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, GTA Four, GTA it, Five. It sorry. I, I lost the count. Five. Five. It has a it has a huge like modding community, yeah, like, yeah. custom building stuff for the game. They even do like role playing inside the game with like custom. No, not only servers. role. Have you seen the people who build like uh, tracks to races? No, I see. That's super seen, difficult. Like I've seen the role like playing inside, or... and I see the online ace thingy. But I've seen, I've seen. No, the, the, there is this whole community of people who build like racetracks yeah that are like puzzles 
like they race like, like Trackmania, but in, in GTA yeah. 5. <laughs> but but not the Trackmania. Like you like just think like almost tracks that break like the physics of the game. Oh oh it's that's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah. Do you think that Rockstar is gonna make a GTA 6 at this pace? Like No. No, me neither. <laughs> They just leaving it up from GTA Online and the modern community and like they just like this is this seems like the easy step. Yeah. Just take GTA GTA 3, remaster inside the engine for GTA 5 and you're done. Just just printing money. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, that's it. So we will keep an eye on it. Again, we're not so sure that They are remastering the GTAs because Take Two has a lot of different IPs under their belt, but this is the closest thing, especially because we haven't heard anything of Rockstar Studios recently. Yes. Like they've been working, but nobody knows in what. And they, they, they haven't released a trailer in like four years, five years. So this is the closest. Like the rumors kind of line up to be GTA. It, 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 it seems to, to line up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. People shouldn't build too much hype too around, expectations. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt, as we say here. So, yeah. all right. Alex Australia 2021 is cancelled, my friend. Yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, that's not surprising, especially because I've heard that for some reason, for, for bad politics and stuff. Uh, the vaccine rollout in Australia hasn't been good. Yeah, and, it hasn't been the best. Yeah, I've, I've talked with some friends and and it, like they're they're looking at close downs in the future, and now they're suffering kind of another peak on the pandemic. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not surprising. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still not surprised that. Oh, and so getting cancelled. Yeah. And man, this this PAX Australia, the one that was in Melbourne when I was living there, it was amazing. Amazing convention and a lot of pa a lot of cool panels. A lot of cool stuff. So but hey, we will we will have it uh online again. We'll in some capacity. It. Like Good last work. year. So we will see if we can, like, I, I think it's going to be online in October. Because generally, um, uh, that, that's when the convention happens, like around October. So, yeah, we're going to have an a online thingy in the future. Uh, when... Get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna say this, like overall we're getting better with this pandemic, but we're it's, not it, not yet not normal there. Not not convention no, normal it, there yet. <laughs> it's, it's gonna still take a lot of time for yeah. for things to go back to normal. Quote unquote go back to normal. <laughs> And I, feel, I I still think the normal is gonna change. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely I agree on that. So yeah, it's a shame for Port Australia. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna have like announcements or cool stuff in the online on their online activity. 
I, I, I hope so. It yeah. will be very cool that we can cover it. Yeah, they, they usually, you, you remember, like, I think a couple packs back, they announced, uh, they announced, like, a, a couple of big games in the convention. Mm. So, let's see yeah, if we can, I like, mean, cover it. Even, like, I don't know, the times, the times will be weird, I imagine. Uh, yeah, for, I mean, we can definitely do it. Have yeah. to. Yeah. We'll, we'll you were. We'll keep an eye for the announcement when this thing is going to happen. Yep. All right. And our final story of today is Evil Light Record City War ends with a whimper. So here we are once again in this show covering, or in this section, covering uh, another Evil Line War that apparently has been raging on for, like, a long time. Okay. For a year and a month. <laughs> that sounds pretty epic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's called World War B2. Okay. That's that's not a very epic name. So, the as I understand it for reading stuff in Evil Online, like, wars in Evil Online, generally when we read about wars in Evil Online... Uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, they're two weeks in a big war battle and then they stop or something like that and they destroy all the thing because building stuff in EVE Online is insanely expensive. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like crazy, crazy expensive. So generally we... But this being like a year and, and 7,000 players has been involved in it. Jesus Christ. So everything everything came down in like a 14-hour single battle destroyed a total of 257 Titans, which are the biggest ships in online that cost actual thousands of dollars, real dollars. <laughs> and and a thousands of smaller ship, ships and become the most destructive battle in EVE Online history and EVE Online is a what? 10 year old game now? I think yeah, well, I think like 8 that... year old game something like that If? If, yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. Like So, yeah <laughs> So I think the plan was like the Papi Alliance was trying to dethrone the what is it? Uh, the Imperium's uh, conglomerate from power, and after this battle, they failed to they failed to overthrow them, so they just stopped. <laughs> Say this is costing too much. We're gonna just stop. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, look, look at this. It's not clear what exactly happened, and everyone has their own version of events. But it's a matter of hours. Papi's joint leadership completely collapsed into separate alliances. <laughs> <laughs> In an emergency, Town Hall meeting, test leader Pro Plogate announced their alliance imminent retreat and blamed part of the defeat on developer C CCP games and some recent changes he had made to the in-game economy that supposedly damaged test wartime economy. They blaming the, the... Of course, they blaming. They lost, so they blaming. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
the last of the blaming. Uh, the war is over! And we have lost, say Braves leader during his own address to the soldiers. The Imperium held strong, did not waver, and it lasted the most ferocious assault ever seen in EVE online history. Very cool. <laughs> Crazy stuff. And if, like, it's funny because the, the game developers have worked a lot of things about uh, warfare because these wars tend to be massive in scale. You have like a lot of concurrent players all at the same time, just in one location, shooting stuff. And, they've been co- and, and they have become like very good uh, uh, at this, not displaying the wars, but make them work with all these concurrent okay. players. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They, they become, I do remember like the old videos of the first wars and everything was like two frames per second. Yeah. <laughs> they become a little bit better. There's not so much frame, frame lost when they display the wars and then you have like kind of like a small more reception space when everything runs smoothly uh, and then they, they congregate with whatever is happening on, uh, in the big ship stuff so yeah so that's why that's why they've been able to like wage war for so long in this in this statement because the developer becomes so good at actually uh, making battlefields like making battlefields work with that many players that making war wasn't that painful for the player base so they did a big this big alliance they went the imperium has been um the imperium has been ruling evil online since the last war like i think it was a year and a half ago two years ago when they do you remember that we covered something like somebody infiltrated the the opposing faction of the imperium and destroyed from the inside and sold yeah. a bunch of ships do you remember that i do remember that yeah since then the Imperium has been like in power in Evil Online. <laughs> Man, this is just a microcosm. It's like I, I feel like I'm covering like some future war. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course, the names are ridiculous because online players, but beyond that. <laughs> I know, Jiren. Uh, so, what do you think? I know, Ruin, this kind of news. Always makes me want to play Eve online. But then you open Eve and you say, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you say, Oh my god, no, thank you. <laughs> Not only that, but apparently the game is very hostile to new players. Yeah, the, see, yeah, it's very, very, very hostile to, to new players. It is true. And, so, uh, and we have tried like we have tried to we, we, we have tried EVE Online I have played EVE Online for like I, I, I think three weeks almost a month but yeah the game is too much it's, it's, it's too much and yeah but the, the, these are the kind of news that I that I read as like it would be cool yeah it would be cool to participate but can you imagine like the amount of money and time burned in this world. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is not even a tally because because this is so recent that nobody knows how much it was lost. They, in terms of money, right? They say, like, the report yeah. is around 250 cent titans. But the problem is, like, there is a thousand or so smaller ships and that ups the tally too, right? And when they say there is a thousand smaller ships, that means that nobody's sure how many small ships were lost in this insanity. 
I know what you mean. And right? Yeah, so I, I can see that. Yeah, I think I think last time that we covered one of these battle battle battles slash wars, uh, the tally was like uh, around around the around the ten thousand dollar mark, something like that. So when when all said is done, and and if if we see another of these. Uh, reports will cover it. We'll probably see the amount of actual real dollars being burned in this this insanity. <laughs> One day I'll get into it online. And, and then when you say like war costs money, like Eve is a testament of like actual wars cost a lot of money. In yeah. Time. So there you go. Uh, one day, one day I'll get into it. One day, one day when we're, I don't know, retired or something like that. <laughs> Why not? And we had Why infinite not? money to, infinite time to burn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this 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 is the kind of things that that this is like great publicity for the game. In my opinion. Like, it it definitely is. Definitely right. is. Because it's this like thing's... insane war. <laughs> These things sound very cool and like, yeah. like very cool events to take part in. Yeah, not yeah, like yeah, that yeah. have life too. And they're and there's and they're not organized by the developer at all. The only thing that the developer has done is giving them the tools to do whatever they want in these sandbox. Right? But you see, like this is cool. Not like have life too. This is actually cool. It's the same spirit. It has the same spirit, Lucho. It doesn't. But it, it does. In a war, you're, you're, you're putting stuff on the line, like <laughs> stuff that you have put your time yeah. slash money in. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there are stakes. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely interesting. Absolutely amazing that these kind of things happen. This is. This is. This is the result of cool things happening in a game well in a game well maintained with great developers. And and not to say that they haven't had problems because they had had problems working. You know. They will always have problems. Yeah. But this is the kind of things that happen when a game is is good with players and have good design philosophies on it, in my opinion. Right? Yep. Yeah. All right, and with that good note, we end this show. Is that it? Yeah, that's, that's it. all for that this week's it. news with the sweaty and the farmer. Indeed. My name is Luch, and you can find me on Twitter at LuchJPolank. And I am the Lonely Gamer, and you can find me on Twitter at the Lonely Gamer on Twitch on twitch.tv slash Gamer, where I stream. But I will stream the beginning of the season 15 of Destiny 2. I'll probably be doing some. Um, stream test next week preparing for that so if you want to catch me live and see what I'm going to say live you can pass by the stream on twitch.tv slash TV. and if you want to know when I'm going live beyond that season 2 of Destiny on the 24th of August follow me on your social media to know so was that that was too much of, a, of an advertising That's perfectly fine. All right. Thanks for coming to the Sweaty, the Farmer, and the News. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
Are you expecting a child tax credit? Deposit and spend it securely with the BB&T Money Account prepaid card. It makes managing your everyday spending easy. Apply for a prepaid card at bbnt.com slash money account. Welcome back. Brenda, you've won big on the cash family of scratchers. Now, on that cash scratcher is a bonus box that could double your cash. So scratch that or choose the donkey box behind curtain number one. Okay, and if I pick the donkey box? You win a donkey. Oh, man, this is a tough one. Not really. Scratch the bonus box. This game is so tricky. The bonus box could double your winnings, and you could win up to $2 million. So play the cash family of scratchers from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. episode please leave us a review on itunes Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.